Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 82 of The Clockwork Cantina. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is our other host. I'm DT3. What's up, everybody? How are you doing, guys? Let me turn Daniel up, because I always turn him up when we do the show. Um, Because I want to make sure always. everybody can hear. How is everyone doing today? Hope you're all having a good, uh, a good one. Hope you all had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, been a lot going on the past two weeks. Yes, sir. We last had our, because we had our last episode. Yeah, we didn't have a show uh, last week because there just there just wasn't a lot that we could really like. What we had planned was kind of fell flat, and it, uh, it was uh, yeah. Not, Unfortunate not, circumstance, but it's fine. We'll talk about that it. Thing, things happen here today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we got we got quite a few things to go over here, especially what we've been up to because we haven't done this in a couple weeks, and we've been up to some things, some stuff, and some yeah. things. Uh, we got some some news, good little chunk of news, and there's news leather that's like dropping. As we're like doing the show, I was like looking at Twitter. I was watching Daniel's Discord because as he was going through the news, I saw him posting stuff in his his Discord. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I always like to like check beforehand because I mean, there's always like I said, there's always shit dropping, dude. So even like while we're doing this show, it's like it's just like constantly things happening, and it's like fuck, dude. I gotta, I gotta put this down the notes. What I usually, uh, and then yeah, I usually like try to check like the night before too for anything that drops, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm always like kind of you know keeping an eye on stuff, but I mean, but of course you know there's gonna be things that I miss and you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. We'll, we'll 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 talk about it if we do, and you know if not, then you know maybe some other time. Uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We'll get to it eventually. Uh, but yeah, um, been a. Been a crazy couple weeks. The the whole uh, we'll we'll talk about it in the news, but I'm gonna mention it at the start. The whole Activision Blizzard stuff that's going oh, on man. right now. We're gonna talk about that in the news. We're probably gonna rant a little bit about it. Uh, to be honest with you, because it's uh, it's some it's some foul, disgusting, just a garbage well, mess. Yeah, well, we'll definitely get into that when, when the time comes. So, um, yeah. But yeah, that that was like the only thing last week that I'm sad that we didn't do a show. It was like I wanted to talk about that because it was like going on. Was like but then pretty, like yeah, and th- but then like as the days wore on, just more and more stuff kept coming out about it too. Like like some mm. we'll talk about it when we get the news. Um, yeah, we will sure. Uh, a lot to go through with that. But yeah, if we want to start this off with how we always start this off with this is which is what have you been up to? This these past couple of weeks, Daniel, what have you been doing? Oh man, uh, let's see. I guess we can start off with what I've been doing on stream. Um, <clears throat> last week was, or actually not last week, the week before that was kind of a chiller week. I kind of just, you know, uh, after uh, after playing uh, and going through you know, some, some story stuff like you usually always do. Um, the last main thing that we did on stream was the co-op run with Josh for Saints Row. Uh, and then I was like, you know what, we'll take a week and just play like, we play other stuff, you know, like, like I ended up playing, uh, 
uh, this mod called the Knights of the Force for the uh, Jedi Academy. Uh, you know, the Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy game. I decided to play a little bit of o original OG Battlefront. You know, the 2004 Battlefront. Uh, and there was... The dude, the Hoth level is so much harder than I remember it being. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I could not beat it. I could not beat it. Like, the story is, like, you play as the Rebels... And you have to defend Hoth from the Empire, but the Empire has like the two ATATs, two ATSTs, and they start off with like fifty more troops than you do. And you have to defend this. You have to defend each each fucking uh, you know command post, and your 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 AI and you know teammates are pieces of shit. They don't do a damn thing. <laughs> I literally carry every time I play that, and we still lose. I don't understand. I could not beat it. I could not beat it. I don't know how I beat that shit in 2004, but I now trying to do it. I tried everything. I tried just running on foot, gunning every stormtrooper I see down. I tried hopping in the airspeeder, taking down the walkers with the tow cables and all that stuff. I tried it all. I couldn't do it. Fuck the Empire and fuck the Rebels for being a bunch of idiots for losing Hoth, dude. But anyway, I played, I played that. It was hard, dude. I couldn't fucking beat that shit. I played some more Ghost of Tsushima Legends uh, to get, you know, ready for the uh, new, uh, you know, Director's Cut DLC, which is coming out uh, here in a couple weeks, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah that's cool. Uh, I've obviously been playing. I'm, I'm, I'm still continuing to play Red Dead Online. I just I just have too much fun with that. Uh, because of the Activision Blizzard stuff, I have not been playing their games so i reinstalled valorant and and rogue company so i've been playing that more mm -hmm. often uh season five of fall guy started so i played that uh and i will be continuing to play that um but there was a free weekend for grounded on steam so a few of us played that for a, for a bit and it was pretty cool um i rewatched uh ratatouille um for the first time in a while and it still as enjoyable as i remember it being I t that one's top tier pixar for me it's good stuff yeah uh i watched one of the new episodes of monsters at work but i haven't seen the most recent one obviously been watching the bad batch um i checked out monsters or monsters masters of the universe revelation part one and as a as a He-Man person, I was I have to say I was a little disappointed by it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. So it's, I've heard it's, reviews. Uh, I've heard some. They some they do they do some things where I'm like, did you really have to do that? Uh, I if Josh watches it, we'll talk about it here. Uh, I I just man, <laughs> the only thing I will say is that it is a part one. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll try and give them the benefit of the doubt for now, to see what happens in part two. But man, I just, uh, I, man, <laughs> it's hard to talk about it without talking yeah. about it. No, but I, but yeah, it's it, I I I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. But it's because they do, after the reviews do... that have come out, I might wait for part two to come out before I watch. Uh, I might just do like a part one, part two, and then we'll you know what I mean, like. I don't want to watch yeah. this and get disappointed because I mean I've heard reviews and like some of the things that were said were like, I don't know about this, you know, a little bit. Yeah, they they do some things with some characters that I'm like, 
really like what so it's it's just uh man anyway i watched it i wasn't a huge fan but whatever uh i watched the jungle cruise movie um and it was enjoyable i would uh it's not like it's not gonna be like a you know groundbreaking you know crazy you know new movie like you see you, like you probably I, I would best compare it to like pirates of the caribbean combined with uh, uh the mummy if you combine yeah. both of those two movies together and then um also um like we've seen a lot of the the tropes and the and the and the the the, the things that they do in the movie like we've seen them many many times so you're not watching anything new here but that being said, it was a fun adventure movie. So if, if you're into that, then you'll enjoy this. Um, that's kind of my little quick, quick little review on on uh, Jungle Cruise. Um, and then obviously, uh, you know, the main topic of this episode is you know we're gonna be talking. It's, it's, this is a retro rewind episode, so we're we're you know Stalag Seventeen. We watched it. Uh, we'll talk about that in the main part of the show. And then re and then I watched for the first time Mass Effect Paragon Lost. First time I've seen it as well. I watched it as well. Which yeah, we both watched it. That was that was shit. If you guys if you guys like Mass Effect, then you've never seen it. First of all, go watch it. Second of all, that was a lot more brutal than I thought it was gonna be. It, no, it's fucking brutal as fuck, guys. If you've never Holy seen this shit, dude, it is brutal. <laughs> it is so brutal, but it is fucking awesome. I I really enjoyed it, dude. I really liked it too. I was surprised to see that people didn't like it and like you know well oh you know why if you're gonna make a Mass Effect movie you could have made it on Garrus or you could have done on somebody who's more interesting than James Vega you know I'm like fuck you bro like did we did we watch the same movie like sure James is a, like a side character in the in the third game but like bro you're really gonna tell me that you, you weren't you didn't enjoy that you weren't compelled by that little story that you had and, and you know, come on bro here's come my on. here's my thing with complaints like that what's up with people I, bro like i on, know all on. i need to know about garris i have him with me for three games you know what i mean vega comes in for yeah. three i want to know more about him like even in the game he's he's kind of got this little tragic backstory that you don't really know like he talks a little bit about it but not like a lot like you don't actually know what's going on there um and yeah. in, in this in this uh anime movie uh kind of you know fills in those blanks for you and makes him a more interesting character to me you know i, I wish i'd watched it a long time ago um i we all liked it there were like four of us watched it so i'm pretty sure we all liked it and we're like wow that's yeah, fucking yeah, brutal I, it was it was a lot more brutal than i thought it was gonna be i definitely enjoyed it though and like somebody who just recently went through the mass effect trilogy like it was, it was cool just to add on to that, man. Like you know, the, you had the Krogan, you had the Asari. The only, the only, the only thing that I'll give it as a negative is I really wish that they would have brought back Keith David and the uh, fucking uh, Lance Henriksen for Anderson and Hackett, dude, because it was yeah. kind of weird, like playing through the games and then being like, here are the, these are these guys that you know from the games, but they don't sound like them. It's like, oh, okay, like all right, whatever, I guess, but. Whatever, man. I just I wish they would have brought them back for sure. And then there's yeah. a cameo. For, there's a cameo from another character that's kind of cool. If you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna spoil it, but it, it, dope. I don't think that was the same VO either, but I don't uh, think so. 
But I mean, I, I suppose it's still cool that you kind of bring in some, some certain characters like that. But anyway, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very brutal and definitely, uh, definitely uh, can pull at your uh, emotional uh, strings for certain things. Uh, there's one character in particular that is close with James. Uh, stuff happens and it's it's wild. But anyway, good stuff. To, Paragon Lost, I approve. I I I really not just. I, really uh, I just want to add on. Not just James Vega though. A lot of a lot of the other characters in this film are pretty interesting. Like Essex was pretty cool. Essex, Essex was um, cool, yeah. You know, um, and yeah, some Nikki of the others and uh, Nikki and Trey. Like yeah, um, cooking uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony. And then um, we had uh, fucking Laura Bailey's character. Oh, I forget the name, but it was I think oh it was god, like a, like a K or like it, oh K, man, I forgot, it, I, I forgot her it name. K? It's not Cammy, is it? It's something close to that. No, it was like uh, fuck, oh I don't goodness, remember. I'm gonna look really quick because now I want to know. But yeah, it, 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 but anyway, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it's crazy that people don't like that movie. I thought it was fucking Camille. I thought it was Camille. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I think it's crazy that people don't like that movie. I, I like how how can you not like if you like Mass Effect? How do you not like that? But whatever. Everybody has their own personal preferences or whatever. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't get. I enjoyed I it. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah, I re I really did as well. All right. And then the last thing that I've been up to is I started Mafia Three last week on streams so we've been going through that i'll be continuing it probably tomorrow as well so if you want to check out some uh, mafia 3 first time playthrough uh check out my twitch channels because i'm going through it but yeah that's been pretty much it um yeah yeah all right um I have been up to, uh, I think since the last time we've done this show, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV. I have finished A Realm Reborn. I don't think I had finished. I I was doing the pre-patch, the patches before uh, Heaven's Ward. Um, so I finished all those patches. I've moved into um, Heaven's Ward, uh, and I'm having a good time with that. Not not super into it. I started leveling uh, Ninja, uh, sorry, Rogue, because I want to level up Ninja. Um, uh, job. Uh, so still just more more of that happening. Uh, I'm still playing a little bit of the classic Deus Ex on the side. Uh, it was a little bit last week. I haven't played any this week because there's just look. There's so much out there to play right now. Like it's ridiculous. Like uh, quite a few uh things. But I I went through it a little bit more. Still enjoying that. Um, the ascent. Uh, the cyber. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gloat on this game for a minute. This, this is the first game by these devs. Um, oh goodness, I'm gonna look up their, their name because I want to shout them out really quick. But they're, they're cyberpunk kind of Diablo action RPG. Um, called the Ascent came out uh, this week. Uh, I've been playing it. It's a beautiful game. It's on the Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can give it a try. Um, it's got co-op. Uh, uh, Neon Giant are the devs for that. Uh, it is their first game ever. Um, 
so if you're if you're into that, the music's great. The game's gorgeous. Um, it it has some bugs here and there. Uh, nothing like, uh, but I haven't really run into any. But I have. I was watching Co play, and he was doing I think a boss, which was this giant mechanical spider. And instead of fighting one, it spawned two of them. So he had to fight two of the bo the boss monsters he was fighting, which is uh, he died, and then it restarted the fight, and it gave him just the one, which is kind of funny to me. Uh, yeah. So there are some bugs in there, uh, unfortunately, but uh, overall, I really like that that game. I'm gonna play more of it. Uh, I watched Jungle Cruise. Uh, I kind of echo what uh, Daniel said. It was good. It was fun. It's like a little nice little. Uh, it's like a summer movie kind of deal. Mm -hmm. I watched yep. Mass Effect. Talked about that already. This is a fun, fun popcorn flick. Uh, yeah. Uh, another fun popcorn flick is I saw Snake Eyes. I saw it in theaters. Um, I watched that, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, there's some questionable CG in it, but overall, like, uh, <laughs> it's not as bad. You know what? It's not as bad as Jungle Cruise. I feel like Jungle Cruise had some really oh, noticeable dude, CG. Jungle Cruise, yeah, I, I noticed. Like, it was like, damn. This is a 2021 yeah. movie? Like, I've seen, like, dude, fucking Davy Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean 2 look, from 2006 looks better than this, bro. Yeah. So there's some it, there's it, some questionable CG in these movies lately. That always like, boggles good. my mind how, like, certain CG from older movies looks better than CG from, like, now. I'm like, how does that even happen? Like, I, like, like how crappy are you guys? I mean, I don't... I, I, I don't want to shit on the the CG artists who are working on the movie, working on the movies, because like you know they they do their thing and you know good for them and you know I I don't want to shit on people, but like it just it just kind of blows my mind how like certain CG from like again like I just gave the example two thousand six looks better than CG from like now I'm like how how does that work? It just uh, it just boggles my mind. Uh, but yeah, there's some questionable CG in it, um, especially with a couple. You'll know it if you've watched the movie, what I'm talking about. Because it's like, what yeah. the shit? Uh, but it's like, what the shit is this even in this thing? Um, but other than that, you know, it's a fun little action flick. You know, it's that summer popcorn. It's hot. Let's go see a movie. Snake Eyes. We'll sit in the theaters. Have popcorn. It's fun. Um, the last movie I saw, which I just saw it the other day, was The Green Knight. I've been excited for this movie. Another one Bro. I want to watch. It is, it's good, but don't expect to know what the hell is going on if you don't know yeah, the story. I was going to say, I heard it's like really trippy and weird and stuff. So. It, is, it is trippy. It is weird. And if you know the Green Knight, like, poem slash story, um, it is trippy and weird, too. Um, but it's very much like a, a journey to somebody becoming a hero or an anti-hero kind of story. It's interesting. It's a very interesting take. And it's just beautiful. The music is great. Uh, Dev Patel is fantastic. Um, uh, but yeah, the movie's a fucking trip. Like, like if you don't know what's... If you don't know the story or anything, like, the, 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 the movie doesn't really, like, kind of hold your hand and guide you. Like, you just kind of take... Uh, you you just sit back and enjoy it and let it take you where it wants Go to take you ride. kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and then when you come home, look up the Green Knight story, and then you, it'll kind of make a little bit more sense. Um, uh, but I was excited for it, and I wasn't disappointed by it. Um, 
I finished I finished off my my Regal gift card I've had for two years. So I used the last <laughs> of the money I had. I, my my sister got it for me for like two Christmases ago, and I finally got to use it. Um, Hashtag not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor us, Regal. Oh, uh, yeah, please. Movie tickets. Also, hit me up. speaking of sponsors, this is also hashtag not sponsored, but Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Very good. Uh, if yeah. you, uh, Pepsi or uh, Pepsi Company or, or Mountain Dew, if you want to you wanna hit us up with the with the sponsor, you know. I'm, uh, also Taco I'm, Bell. I'm up for hook us, yeah. hook us up with I some mean, greetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do, I do like some Taco Bell, man. <laughs> hook me up with the, with the crunch wrap and the bob. Let's go, dude. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you can't tell I haven't had anything to eat yet um, before we started the show. Um, other than like some, some Cheetos. Um, Cheeto sponsors. Um, uh, but yeah, the Green Knight was great. Um, but a trip. Uh, I went to the after I go to the movie. Uh, the movie I'll go. The, I have to go to the bathroom after we're done. Obviously, after we're done watching the movie, and and go to the restroom. And as I was going to the into the restroom, there was two guys that were also in the movie theater and the, that had been watching Green Knight, and they were like, "What did we just watch? I still have no idea what's going." On. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. That's pretty funny. Um, I feel like somebody, if you just glance at that and like, oh, that looks like a neat little act, like action movie. It's not an action movie at all. You just kind of went in and was like, you, you would be very I mean, confused about what you'd see. Like, but man, from the trailers, you, you know that's not going to be. No, nah, no. Nah. Or even those types of movies. It's very much an art film. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Um, I mean, once you find out that A24 is, the, you know, people mm-hmm. behind it, you're like, you, you got to know what you're getting yourself into. I enjoyed it. Like, at least the vibe, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, check check out The Green Knight if you can. I think it's only in theaters, so make sure you're vaxxed and stuff for you. If you if you want to check absolutely. it out. Um, uh, my movie theater was pretty much deserted, so there wasn't really like... <laughs> there, there was like minimal risk. Uh, and I am vaxxed, so... Uh, I was too concerned. Um... Still wear my mask and stuff, um, but yeah, uh, and also we watched um, Stellark Seventeen, so uh, we'll talk about that in the in the second part of the show. It probably won't be like a super long review. The, our retro ones usually aren't nah, super long, but nah, they're yeah, a lot nah, of fun. It won't be. We'll just, yeah, we'll just talk about it briefly, and you know, uh, you get our also. recommendations on if you ever want to check out check it out or not. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, if we want to head into the news, we sure Let's can. That's the weird. We got All some right. videos. So starting off here with the with the video game news. Keep in mind some of this news is a little older because it's it was you know uh, like I said at at the top of the show we didn't have we haven't had an episode for uh, you know couple couple weeks but but first up we have an Aliens Fireteam Elite final preview. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of a kind of a walkthrough kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. Of some gameplay here, I don't really have sound playing because we're talking over it. Uh, uh, I haven't. Yeah, muted, but... if you watch uh, the video on your own, they, they there's a dude talking and uh, yeah. But anyway, this game comes out in three weeks. Uh, it'll it'll be forty bucks. And I've been hearing good things from these previews. Like people seem to be pretty yeah. excited for this. Um, and watching the game play here, like it looks fun. You know, like yeah. fucking fight so, some xenomorphs. 
this game takes place 23 years after Aliens, the movie. Uh, you know, the James Cameron one. The second one. And uh, obviously you're in a, a, a following some elite uh, colonial marines, investigating some stuff. And I mean, you know, you're you're a bunch of badasses shooting up aliens. Like, oh, what, what what more could you want, right? Mm-hmm. This this definitely seems like something I will be getting. Um, the only thing for me that I wish is that you could play with more than just two other people. Yeah, because your fire fire team is three people total, you and two other people, which to me seems very. Uh, like, I w- I just wish there was more, dude. Like, I wish we could play with more people. That that's that's all. Yeah. It looks super fun though. Yeah. Um. I I I like that it's third person because that's kind of usually what I prefer. Uh, if you know me, you know that I prefer third person over first person. I'll play both. Obviously, I don't. You know. We are leaving. But yeah, oh. I uh. I have a soundbite for this. Hang on. Oh yeah, I think yeah you do. Put her yeah. in there we go. <laughs> I think my I think the the big thing for this is like. Um, content, right? Like, how often, how much? Yeah. Are they going to drop to, like, keep it uh, fresh and, and, like, you know, uh, to basically to keep us coming back? Because, like, yeah. I think the problem with some of these games like this is that, like, there's they're super fun at the beginning, but after you play with, for a while, it just gets repetitive and it's just the same thing over and over again, right? So... I'm also curious oh. about like uh, guns and powers, like how many different types of guns. I know they're gonna have the classic guns. They're obviously using them in this preview, but like, yeah. are they gonna have stuff other than this in there? Maybe some 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 newfangled guns we haven't seen. Like all that stuff kind of matters because after a while, you know, the same old stuff can get a little uh, a little boring. Yeah, it just gets repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> that guy got jumped. Yeah. So that's gonna um, be the. Yeah. Is this a is this a full sixty dollar game? No, yeah. it's forty bucks. Forty bucks, gotcha. Oh for forty bucks. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. That $40 is Aliens game. Fire Team. Forty so here's 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 if you go on the Steam page, it says coming out August twenty fourth, which is obviously in three weeks. Uh you you can pre order it. Uh, the regular edition is forty, and then you can, or you can get the elite deluxe for uh seventy. So not even sixty; it's even more than than that. Jeez. Yeah. So the deluxe edition, however, uh, comes with uh the Endeavor Pass, which is four upcoming season pass DLC packs. So they're doing DLC packs. Okay. You have Endeavor Pass 1, 2, 3, 4. That, that comes with the Deluxe. And then you get the Endeavor Veteran Pack, which includes an heirloom standoff shotgun, 12 armor skins, 2 per class, uh, classic ballistic and headset helmets, vintage cap head accessory, 4 weapon colors, caution stripe weapon decal, look into my eye and sloppy salute emotes, and a pack of random challenge cards. Mm. And then uh, if you pre-order now, you get the bandana accessory, 
Well, well, you get the hardened marine pack, which which includes a bandana accessory, uh, digital red camo weapon color, uh, chest burster joke emote, and then some weapon uh, decal packs. Oh, that's a lot. It sounds like a lot of stuff. <laughs> it 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 is a lot. That's why it's like seventy bucks. <laughs> yeah, Man. as a forty dollar regular version. Uh, uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool stuff. Sweet. Yeah, we'll definitely be checking this game out at some yeah. point. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you guys about it and all that. And all that There'll stuff. probably be some co-op streams, I imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's next? I see what's next. I'm gonna have it open. Next up, this I'll play with sound. We have the Ghost of Tsushima. Director's Cut Iki Island Trailer. So Director's Cut is coming up here. Uh, the Island Expansion is only available in the Director's Cut, in case you guys are wondering. Mm -hmm. Comes out on the 20th. Uh, you can upgrade... From the normal edition to the director's cut, I think it's like a $20 upgrade if you want to do that. Oh, but this is cool because they're adding their story, and I'm all about that. Mm hmm. They're going to have uh, quite a few different little upgrades with this thing. This, uh, Director's cut. Those people lost their minds. If the eagle can do that to the whole island, it's what's a samurai doing? It looks so beautiful. Just as the just as the normal <laughs> game did. Yeah. Just colorful as hell and man. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm excited. I For those love of you who are unaware, this game. was this was both Josh and I's game of the year last year. Yeah, boy. So you know we are ready for this. Cannot wait. Absolutely cannot wait. That's gonna be so so much fun. I will I'll def I will definitely stream this. Um like much like I did the normal game. Um yeah, I, I I can't wait. Same. Just very excited for more more Tsushima. Oh yeah. Uh. We have the Bad for Blood PC trailer, which, by the way, in case you guys were wondering, I believe on Friday. Take back what's out. The beta. For uh, Back for Blood will be uh, available. You can, if you guys haven't already, you can sign up for the beta code over at the, the in Intel. They're giving away some early access keys. Dude, the monsters look so weird in this. They do. Also, I did have Sam playing for this, but then that, that song started, so I, I stopped it. Um, 
but but yeah, it's gonna have fucking DLS, uh, DLSS on the online. Yeah, Nvidia DLSS. If you're uh, if you got one of those cards that supports that, like I do, um, you'll get a smoother experience. At least in, with my, I don't even know how that shit works to be honest with you. I'm, I haven't looked into it at all, but I I turned Ultra it on for Red Dead. Monitor support. I turned it on for Red Dead, and that shit was butter smooth. Squad up with crossplay. Hell yeah. Crossplay, well, if you're into that. As you know, the, Daniel and I are huge in the fucking Left 4 Dead on occasions. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be playing the shit out of this. Look at that fucking Yeah. Thing. So October 12th, that's going to be a Halloween game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Uh, like I said, they're doing a beta here coming up on Thursday. And it'll run through the 9th, which is Monday, so it'll be all weekend. Uh, I'll definitely be playing the beta. Um, I got a code for it. You guys can sign, like I said, you guys can sign up for one. Intel Gaming Access this has a giveaway for some for some early access keys. So go check that out. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll team up. Maybe we'll play some uh, Back for Blood. Um, if it's streamable, I'll definitely stream it. I think, I mean, it should probably will be, but whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be, be checking that out for sure. I've already played it as before as well, but I'll, I'm definitely going to be uh, doing it again. All right. Next. Next up. Yep. Is the big thing. All right, Josh, you ready to get into this? It's the act of Blizz. That's where we're going. Yes, sir. You can read this off. It's time. Um, all right. So you guys know what's what's about to happen. So, um, you know how, or by now, I'm sure you've all heard the um. Activision, Blizzard, uh, awfulness that's been going on. They were sued over uh, harassment, and I'm just gonna be straight up. There, there is, there was some absolutely horrific, uh, vile, disturbing things going on over there. Like there is, these people are just have been. They've just been doing terrible, terrible things to 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 these to these women. I, for me personally, I have stopped. Uh, I don't. Need, I I I had to uninstall the. Um. Well, not to make it about myself, but like you know, just because of the things that they've been doing, uh, or and and like they've been doing this for like years. Like this, this investigation has been going on for years, and 
Like yeah. I, I was, I, I, when it, when it, when all of this dropped, I, I read through the, um, through all the legal stuff, you know, that, that, that was put out there. There are some really awful, like here, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to get you the link, Josh, so that like we can, I don't know. I don't know how much of this you've read or, or gone through if, if any at all, but it's fucking pretty bad. I've mostly seen the like condensed versions of everything that happened. Here's here's the actual thing. I, it's it's there. It is. I, uh, I mean, we'll 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 talk we'll talk about it and go through it. I don't know if we. Can, I'm probably not going to show it on. Steam. Yeah, no, he, he, he's not going to. Yeah, no, not going to show but it. But if like, you want to, it's, it's in it's, the chat there. It's, it's for it's for you guys in the chat to look through. And also so that Josh can have it, like, uh, like w you know, when you read through some mm -hmm. of this stuff. But I was going to say, for me, I have completely uninstalled the Blizzard launcher. I, you know, I don't have, I, I, as you guys know, I, I played, I've played a lot of Overwatch since the game has been released. I don't have that installed. I don't have Warzone installed. I don't have the Blizzard launcher. I, 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 I got rid of all that stuff because I, I can't support some, that, the stuff that's been going on over there. Um Yeah. And if there's any way even to do a, a teeny tiny amount of, of anything for that, it, it's to stop supporting their games. And, um, yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, they've been – so Activision Blizzard, um, like I said, has been sued. There's been a two-year investigation uh, going on. Um, you know, the state of California – uh is, is is are the ones uh suing them uh over what they i mean the the way that they kind of phrase it as being frat boy culture is a little like they're kind of under um it undersells it like it's it so much more than that undersells it. it's so it's so much worse than that like once you start getting into this like like the legal like actual fucking like the 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 actual thing here that that tell that like literally some of these examples and things that they have in here are so fucking vile bro like the shit that some of these people have been allowed to get away with for years is so fucking awful man and then the worst part about all this is that it's not just in the gaming industry. It's ha it happens all over the place, man. Mm -hmm. And I just, it, it kind of, the fact that this shit is still allowed to happen nowadays, like, man, it, 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 it like, like, I know that when I was, when I read this, because I think when the first time I read this and heard about all this stuff, I, um, I was like really mad reading through all this stuff. I was so I was so pissed off reading this, man. Like you read through some of this stuff and it like makes your blood boil, like how fucking despicable and, and vile and evil just some of these some certain people can be, man. And it it, it even yeah. now, like I'm just like just fucking like trying to talk about it is just getting me even more No, I was pretty pissed. I was pretty pissed. Yeah, uh, it is. It, that it, night it, it does. 
we were all in Discord that night. It dropped, remember? And we were. I mentioned, hey, yeah. here's what's going on. Frat, frat boy culture. And like that was just the headline. We're like, frat boy culture. What is that? What does that even mean? When you look through this fucking thing, like it is so much worse than that. Like, like it, it undermines how serious it is calling it frat boy culture. To to me, like I because to me it's so much more serious and horrible than than anything like like that. Like the heads heads should roll for this shit, right? But uh, at least that's how I kind of kind of feel about it. Like there should be criminal charges, but that's not what this is. This isn't criminal charges necessarily. This is just a lawsuit. What's going to happen out of this? Most likely is what's going to happen out of this is like they're going to get a fine. They're going to have to pay a bunch of money, which is what's... Here's the problem. This has happened with all these game companies lately. Ubisoft is another one, right? They'll get they'll get fined. They'll pay a big fine. Uh, well, they'll put out this generic uh, social media campaign. Oh, we're so sorry. Bullshit. That happens every time that something like this happens. And then in a few months, it'll be forgotten about, right? Like, that, that shit happens one thing. But here's here's how I won't forget it. I know Daniel's not going to forget it. There's hundreds of people that out there now that know about this that aren't going to forget it. Like, I don't know if anything more come out of this than that. I want there to be because this is horrible. Um, and there should absolutely be you know penalties to this. But some of these people don't even work at Blizzard anymore. They got to leave quietly, which is a load of horseshit to me that they got to leave quiet quietly. These are horrible people, and you just let them walk away? You didn't do anything about that. You just let them walk away with their name intact and go work for other companies. You know? Like, come on, man. This is horse shit, and you know it. Like, here's 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 what got it all started anyway. This is, uh, I have a, uh, I have, like, a ketchup, a ketchup uh, article here that kind of has everything in one spot. So what started this was, like, uh, an article that guy put out that, uh, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. Uh, a two-year investigation by the state agency found that the company discriminated against female employees in terms and conditions of employment, including compensation, uh, assignment, promotion, and termination. Company leadership consistently failed to take steps to prevent discrimination, harassment, and retaliation, the agency said. Um... Uh, and since this has all been coming out, there's been former devs, male and female, coming out saying that they were harassed, that they uh, that they've uh, were uh, harassed, assaulted, really, um, by uh, by some people that worked at uh, at Blizz, at Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, I guess you could say. Um, and it's just horrible, like uh, just some of the foul shit that was going on. It's, um, it's, it's, it's so deplorable, dude. Like some of the things that, uh, well, actually a lot of the things, I mean, we can, we can go through this, uh, th this link here, man. Cause it, it is just like, you, you have to like, actually like read some of the stuff that, 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 that yeah. they say in this, because it, 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 like just us saying some of the stuff may not like you may wonder like oh how bad is it really dude you guys seriously have to like, and and before we just... get started into that i just want to say like the company's response to this shit is also fucking ridiculous 
by yeah, the way. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's bullshit, dude. Yeah. It's so if you want to, if you got some stuff you want to read out, Daniel, please uh, go. Well, we, we, um, obviously, this is a big, you know, huge thing here. We're not gonna. There's no way we'll go through all yeah. of it. Nor do I want to. Uh, if you, if you want to go look, you know, seek this. Go. You, I'm sure you can find it. Um. But uh, yeah. So we'll, we're we're just gonna skim through this a little bit here and and talk about how it's it, so it, it has to do with with women in in the gaming industry, obviously, um, and how they've pretty much been just well. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna read read stuff off, all right? And then you'll you'll know yeah. what I what I mean. So, the workforce is only about 20% women. Uh, top leadership is also exclusively male and white. Uh, the CEO and prisoner roles are now and have always been held by white men. Uh, very few women ever reach top roles at the company. The women who do reach higher roles earn less salary, incentive pay, and total compensation for their male peers, as evidenced. Uh, and there's like a bunch of, you know, uh, people uh, here with you know their names and their salaries and all that stuff i'm not gonna read through all that yeah um but women across the company are assigned to be lower paid and uh, and lower opportunity levels female employees receive larger lower starting pay and unless the man employees substantially similar work uh here's where they talk about the frat boy culture that uh women in the office women are subjected to cube crawls in which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for large periods of time, or long periods of time, my apologies, uh, doing work while delegating their responsibilities to female employees, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies and joke about rape. Unsurprisingly, the defendant's frat boy culture is reading ground for harassment and discrimination against women. Female employees are subjected to constant sexual harassment, having, including having to continually fend off unwanted sexual comments and advances by their male coworkers and supervisors and being groped at the cube crawls at, and other company events. High-ranking executives and creators engaged in blatant sexual harassment without repercussions. In a particularly tragic example, a female employee committed suicide during a business trip with a male supervisor who had brought butt plugs and lubricant with him on the trip. Defendants continuously condoned the quid pro quo and hostile work environment. Like, let me just stop there for a little bit. Isn't that a fucking wild ass sentence to fucking? It was wild for me to like read out loud, mm -hmm. but just to listen to that. Some poor woman, first of all, before anything else, some poor woman committed suicide. Okay. There was a yeah. life lost in the middle of all of this. That for who knows how long, who knows how many years. How long, by how many different people, this poor woman was being just straight up harassed, like probably all day, every day. 
I mean, who who who's really is gonna know? Like, you know, besides her and the, you know, the scumbags who who did it. Um, but for her to commit suicide while on a business trip with a male supervisor, and that's that's the type of shit that just that gets me so fucking angry, dude. Just mm-hmm. even reading shit like that. But yeah, I, I I'm just gonna keep reading here because there there's more to it. <sighs> All right. Unsurprisingly, employees' complaints are treated in a uh, perfunctory and dismissive manner and not kept confidential. As a result of these complaints, female employees were subjected to retaliation, including but not limited to deprived of work on projects, unwillingly transferred to different units, and selected for layoffs. Uh... There's a lot of other legal j- jargon and stuff in here that I'm uh, skipping through, but yeah, there's like I said, you, you you can go find this you know document and go check it out for yourself. There's a lot in here. Um, there's there is there's a lot in here. There's like 29 pages of this stuff, so I'm like skimming through it. Um, uh, let's see. Defendants have engaged in continuing to per- perpetuate discriminatory practices regarding pay, assignment, promotion, and other terms and conditions of employment which negatively affect and impact female employees. These discriminatory practices began at higher when women were offered less lower compensation and less lucrative job assignments and opportunities than their male counterparts. Defendants paid female employees significantly less in starting pay than their male counterparts at higher. This pattern or practice and violations were continuing. The pay disparity continued throughout employment for female employees. Defendants paid female employees significantly less than their male counterparts after hire. Uh, pattern and practices and violations were continuing. Male Women were also afforded less stock and incentive pay opportunities. Female employees were overwhelmingly assigned into lower grade levels without stock and incentive pay opportunities or, or less. Uh, female employees also received less stock and incentive. Male employees, uh, women were steered into lower levels of defendant's hierarchy and had to work harder and longer to earn equal promotion or other opportunities as their male counterparts. As an example, a female employee working for Blizzard Entertainment was uh, assigned to a lower level role, denied equal pay, and subsequently sought a promotion because she had been carrying out uh, duties exceeding her job description. She was repeatedly told it was not her turn and others deserved a promotion ahead of her. Ultimately, the employee was promoted after three years while her male counterpart was promoted within a year of his hire, despite having started several months after her. Her male counterpart was also assigned leadership responsibilities, which she was not afforded. Responsibilities which furthered the male employee's ability to get promoted. In another example, a female employee who worked at Blizzard Entertainment was assigned to a lower level, denied equal pay, and passed over for a promotion despite multiple factors that she suggested she earned it. One, she uh, had highly rated performance reviews. Two, she generated significantly more revenue in her marketing campaigns than her male counterpart. And three, she ran almost twice as many campaigns as her male counterpart. Despite her accomplishments, her male counterpart was invited to have monthly or weekly one-on-one meetings with the vice president. 
she was not afforded these same opportunities and surprisingly was passed over for a or and, and unsurprisingly was passed over for a promotion in favor for her male counterpart. Uh, similarly, other female employees at Blizzard Entertainment were assigned to lower level roles, denied equal pay, and further delayed or passed over for promotions in favor of male counterparts who lacked the same experience or qualifications, but who were friends with the male head of the unit. A newly promoted male supervisor delegated his responsibilities to his now female subordinates in favor of, guess what? In favor of playing Call of Duty. Uh, other male supervisors would refuse to communicate with female employees going to their male counterparts for information. Uh, female employees at Activision Publishing were also assigned to lower-level roles denied equal pay and delayed or passed over for promotions of their male counterparts. As an example, a female human resources employee at Activision Publishing was delayed and passed over for promotion despite receiving positive uh, uh, performance reviews doing substantial more work than her male counterpart and taking over the actual responsibilities of, of a, the departing person. Female accounting employees at Activision Publishing, likewise, note that the male counterparts were paid significantly more than them, despite doing the same or less work and having less responsibilities. Female employees were also not promoted because of defendants' discriminatory practices against pregnant female employees. A female employee working on one game team had assumed some of the responsibilities of a manager but when she asked her male supervisor about being paid, uh, about being fairly paid for the work she was actually doing and promoted into that position, the manager commented that they cannot risk promoting her as she might get pregnant and like being a mom too much. Can you believe that? In general, female employees were further treated negatively due to their pregnancies. Supervisors ignored medical restrictions given to female employees and gave them negative evaluations while they, were, while they were out on maternity leave. Other female employees reported that they were criticized for leaving to pick up their children from daycare while their male counterparts were playing video games, and female employees were kicked out of the lactation room so employees could use the room for meetings. Women of color were particularly vulnerable targets of defendants' discriminatory practices. An African-American employee noted that it took her two years to be made into a permanent employee, while men hired after her were made permanent employees. She was also micromanaged such that her male co-workers were known to be playing video games without intervention by her supervisor. But her supervisor would call and check on her if she took a break to go, to go on a walk. Another African-American employee who worked on information technology was similarly micromanaged by her manager, unlike the men on her team. When she requested time off work, her manager made her write a one-page summary of how she would spend that time off work when no one else had to do any write-up. The male supervisor also criticized her body language despite male counterparts slouching in meetings and she was scolded for asking for assistance, while others could get help on similar tasks without the same criticism. These experiences led female employees to leave their employment with defendants. With, yeah. Uh, as a result of discriminatory paid assignment, promotion, other practices, uh, the, the gender pay gap is significant. Uh, the, the female employees significantly less... Uh, in base 
base pay and total compensation than their male counterparts. Uh, when women complain to human resource personnel about the lack of employment opportunities, especially in comparison to their male counterparts, their complaints fell on uh, deaf ears uh, or were met with an empty promise to investigate the issue. Uh, as a result, female employees are forced to leave with their employment. Uh, they noted that they accepted less compensation when they were making their prior employment or offered by other companies to work. Uh, that they would, uh, with hollow promises that they would get promoted or other forms of compensation to make up the difference, is what the you know, Activision Blizzard would tell them when they were gonna, uh, when they were you know gonna leave. Uh, they never made up ground and instead had to watch his milk. Uh, as the males were uh, promoted more quickly and offered more compensation, forcing them to leave the company. Uh, okay, so here we go. Here's some of the, uh, the, the, the rest of the sexual harassment stuff. Female employees about universe, almost universally confirmed that working for uh, Activision uh, Blizzard was akin to working in a frat house, which invariably uh, involved male employees drinking and subjecting female employees to sexual harassment with no repercussion. As I mentioned earlier, the, crew, the cube crawls in the offices were common, and male employees probably came to work hungover. hungover. Similarly, male employees would play video games during work, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and make numerous jokes about rape. As a product of this frat boy culture, women were subjected to numerous sexual comments and, advance, comments and advances, groping and unwanted physical touching, and other forms of harassment. A female employee noted that random male employees would approach her at the work site and comment on her breasts. Female employees working for the World of Warcraft team noted that male employees and supervisors would hit on them, make derogatory comments uh, about rape and otherwise engage in demeaning behavior. This behavior was known to supervisors and indeed encouraged by them, including a male supervisor openly encouraging a male subordinate to buy a prostitute to cure his bad mood. Uh... In a blatant example of their of uh, Activision Blizzard's refusal to deal with the harasser because of this uh, seniority, of his seniority position, Alex Afraziabi. Uh, I'm not sure I'm saying that last name right, but anyway, he he was the former senior creative director of World of Warcraft at Blizzard Entertainment. He was permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions during a company event, an annual convention called BlizzCon. Uh, he would hit on female employees, telling them he want, telling them he wanted to marry them, attempting to kiss them, putting his arms around them. This was in plain view of other male employees, including supervisors, who had to intervene and pull off, uh, who had to pull him off of female employees. Uh, he was so known to engage in harassment of females that his suite was nicknamed the Crosby Suite. They mean Cosby. It's misspelled. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After after Bill Cosby, of course, as we, mm -hmm. as we all know. Uh, he would also call females derogatory names at, at company events. His conduct was known to Blizzard Entertainment's executives who took no effective remedial measures. 
J. Allen Brack, president of Blizzard Entertainment, allegedly had multiple conversations with him about his drinking and that he had been too friendly towards female employees at the company, but gave him a slap on the wrist, an example, a like a verbal counseling in response to these incidents. Subsequently, he continued to make unwanted advances towards female employees, including grabbing a female employee's hand and inviting her to his hotel room and groping another woman. Uh, and this is where we go back to the tragic news, uh, where in a tragic example of harassment uh, that they allowed to fester in their offices, a female employee committed suicide while on a company trip due to her sexual relationship that she had been having with her male supervisor. The male supervisor was found by police to have brought a butt plug and lubricant on his on this business trip. Another employee confirmed that the deceased female employee may have been suffering from other sexual harassment at work prior to her death. Specifically, at a holiday party before her death, male coworkers were alleged to be passing around a picture of the deceased's vagina. Again, you guys, do you guys see now, like, or, I mean, I, when I, when I was reading through this for the first night, I, I, this shit is, this shit's rough, man, to, to even, like, first of all, to, like, pro, like, you gotta, you're reading, like, as you're reading through all this, you gotta, like, process it and all that, and then, like, just, just the, uh, the uh, man. These people have been getting away with this for so long, dude. Yeah. These fucking scumbags have been getting away with this shit for so damn long. For years. And again, I remind you guys, this this poor woman that that I was just talking about. All the harassment that she dealt with before she, you know, passed away. So much. So much to deal with. So much to have to endure. That poor woman. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, so much other stuff in here, you know, obviously lack of trust from HR and, you know, they, they didn't help, they didn't hold the, the HR in high regard and, you know, which obviously you, you guys can see why, right? I mean, like I, I could, I could keep reading through this, but there's, there's a lot more, a lot more in there. You guys should just go find it if you want to. There's so I much think, and, and more honestly, stuff comes out like every day. Honestly, that should be enough for you guys anyway. Like, mm -hmm. to, like, I don't know, Josh, what, what, talk, talk to us, man. Like, there, there's, I, fuck, dude. You know, I have my, my problems with, with Blizzard for this, you know, like, but all my issues are like petty compared to what, <laughs> to what this is. This is horrible. This is, they knew, they knew this was going on. And did nothing to stop it. And in fact, encouraged it in some ways. Um, and it's disgusting to me uh, that these people had to suffer. And that lady, uh, you know, ended her own life because of the harassment and, and goings-ons at this company. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Like... Like, what do you even say? Like, they're fucking monsters, you know? Like, yeah, it, they. Everyone who was who was involved in this, who was uh, 
you know, complicit to this, who, 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 who assisted these scumbags in, in any way, like they, they all need to, they all need fucking, oh man. Again, just, just talking about this shit just makes me angry again, all over again. So many, so many women that have just had to fucking, and like, again, the thing is like, it's not just there too, because obviously it happens all the time in other, yeah. even in other workplaces as well. It's just like, it just, like, I just don't understand how this shit is still being like allowed to happen nowadays. Like how, how, how does this still happen, man? And, and we, we all, it just, People need to do so much better than this, man. It's, it's fucking, just absolutely despicable, man. Mm-hmm. Well, they they do these internal uh. investigations and then don't do anything about it. You know, like it's 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 awful. Like, uh, like the video game industry isn't like unionized and stuff either. So that. You know, I'm not real educated on that, but I know that was a big talking point because the, the people, and like, there's more. There's a lot going on with the Activision Blizzard stuff, but we can't get into all of it. Like the, just because there's just so much of it, but like the the company, like the employees had a had a walkout, you know, and and protested yep. a day, you know. Um, there are there are a hundred. I don't know how many. There's a lot of streamers right now that you know stream World of Warcraft. That didn't stream that day. There's some that have flat out quit. Uh, there's some like Tally, who I never expected to say this, but on the day the news happened, like the very next day, and he read through the doc, he's like, "I'm not, I'm not streaming any Blizzard stuff until they, you know, have a plan of action on how they're going to handle and change all this stuff." You know, so yeah. And there's a lot more than just him. Um, and uh, you know, I hate for. For innocent people to to suffer at their at their jobs as well, but like the people high up, you know, they need to be sent a message like this. This isn't going to be tolerated, you know. Um, and the company itself's response, like they're they're almost of two minds. Like Jay Allen Bragg put out a a statement and which was different than Activision's. You know, uh, the head of Activision's guy put out a statement that was like super tone deaf and just moronic like go look up some of those responses guys because like it's 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 not pretty you know like i i don't know what to say you know i I, it's horrible it's awful it's disgusting like that's all i can say because it is yeah there's there's a lot of stories coming out from former employees uh current employees there's uh, the whole cosby suite thing like you know, you can go read about that. That's worthy of its whole own article. Like, it's insane to me. Like, it's really crazy. And yeah, Daniel's right. Blizzard is not the only company. Activision Blizzard is not the only company that is that this happens at. You know, I, I mean, we probably not, don't not, hear about a lot of it. You know, yeah, it's not. They're not alone in the gaming industry. Like we've heard about Ubisoft. You know, yeah. Like, how come? Like, ah, man, they like. I'm sure there's shit over there that I'll, once we hear about it, like, woof, man. Exactly and then, right. like, like, again, just not only in the gaming industry, it happens in other places too. Like, yeah, uh, it, it's, oh man, it really, it really, like, it really just pisses me off. Like, even just thinking about that stuff, man, that, that, that just people have to, 
endure any sort of bullshit like that at all. You know, all these again, like that that there's a woman that committed suicide because of all this, man. There was a life lost in the middle of all this. And then, but then there's a who knows how many other countless women that have just had to endure all kinds of I mean, you guys heard what you know, listen to me read about it. Like and again, that's not all of it. There's still more in there. Like I, I uh, yeah, I, I would I would definitely um uh I definitely would would well I'm gonna say to you guys, yeah, definitely go look into it and uh read up about it and go see like Josh was saying, go go um see what like some of the the higher ups over there have been saying and you know what like we we, we need to like demand better from from all these people because mm -hmm. the fact that this was allowed to happen for so long and like i'm sure it's still happening in other places as well like we, things need to be better man they need to be so much yeah. better than that and and just kind of in closing guys you know just you know, know how you spend your money. Don't be like, if you don't want to support that company, don't. Like, um, I, I'm not going to anymore. Not for a long, long, long time. And only if they change, like, kind of what they're doing and have, like, a plan of action and stuff. like That would be, like, the only way. You know, uh, uh, there's streamers that have, have quit streaming WoW. And there's some that haven't. And I know some that haven't have been kind of facing harassment from people in chat. And I don't... I don't necessarily think that's fair to the people to put the anger at them. You know, put it at the company. Um, you know, choose how you spend your money. And that's kind of how you kind of have to hurt these big companies is, you know, a lot of people have to not spend your cash at these guys because as long as they they get the money, they don't give a fuck. Why would they? Yeah. they they're getting exactly what they want. So, like, like, they want this to die out. Well... I got news for him. We're not going to let this shit die out because we're not going to fucking forget. All right? Like, I haven't forgotten the Ubisoft thing. I, Daniel sure hasn't. <laughs> and I'm not going to forget this one either. Like, I'm going to always remember how fucking horrible and awful this is. And I hope... And I want you to remember it too when the next time something else comes around. Remember. Remember Activision Blizz. Remember, remember Ubisoft and their sexual harassment claims and all this... All this horrible shit that that happens, that to truly, truly does happen to these people, like it's awful. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, like I, like I was mentioning earlier, for me, I installed Overwatch, I installed Warzone. I don't even have the Blizzard launcher anymore. I I can't I can't support that type of bullshit Un until they have some sort of plan of action to fucking, you know, make any kind like. Until they like make this right, I, 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 you won't be catching me streaming or playing any of their games. Um, I just, I can't, I can't, in, in, you know, good conscience support that kind of nonsense. Uh, and just to be honest, just deplorable behavior. Um, yeah, I, it's, 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 it's really, really awful. Um, but anyway, uh, 
that's all we have to speak on that. We can move on. There, there is, yeah. there, there's, there's no, uh, there's no way to uh, transition from that. So we're just gonna, yeah, we just move on over to the next on, thing. Which uh, this, this next thing here is, is something that, I, to be honest, I didn't even know about this. I didn't even know didn't what either. this was. I didn't but either. I put so it in I saw this article. I, no I, I, I put it in here because I find it intri- interesting um, somehow. Uh, which we'll, we'll we'll talk about here. Um, so there is this thing that is being called uh, the Playdate handheld, uh, like device. I I, I yeah. Um, so it's uh, created by Panic, co-designed by T- by uh, co-designed with Teenage Engineering. Uh, available for it's it's already available for pre-orders uh for 179 uh dollars uh so there's a little video Josh if you if you click on the uh the part where it says you'll be able to secure a unit or whatever Got it. click on that there's a little ah, video and and a little bit of stuff in there that that'll, that'll yeah so let's check this out. So, again, I didn't know what this was. So this thing is called a playdate, and it's kind of, if it looks like a, like a Game Boy, it kind of does, but it's different. So the reason why I find this interesting is because. Obviously, it's like a handheld little thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they, they're they doing this thing where, like, they, they're going to have, like, a certain amount of games that they'll have on the device in, like, think of it as, like, a season of a show or something. Mm. And if that doesn't really make sense, think of it as like waves of games. So like, for example, over like a 12 week period, they're going to have like season, like a first like season one of games where you'll get like two new games every two weeks over, like I said, a 12 week period of time. Uh, so in other words, they're going to have like a certain amount of games every so often over a a period of time, which I, I don't know like how, like, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like this, like for, for games, right? Like, I don't, I can't, I've like, have you seen their like, like, again, like, I didn't even know this was a thing. I don't even know what this was, dude. Like. So when I found out about this, I'm like, well, this is pretty interesting. Uh, like, it is black and white, so if that's not your your kind of thing, then you might not be into it. If you're not into the handheld, obviously, then yeah, you're not your thing. Like, I'm gonna be honest. For for me, this is like, I, I this is also not a thing for me. But I just I wanted to bring it up because I I think it's uh, an interesting little little project or idea, like a, like a, you know, just just to test something out, right? Like, here's this season of games type thing that they're going to be doing. And, you know, it's a little, 
little handheld device or whatever. Uh, um, but anyway, yeah, I, I in, intriguing, intriguing for sure. I, I the, the main thing is I just wonder how all this is gonna do, you know. I have no clue. Yeah, it, it's it, it's something, man. Don't it, you want to play Flipper Lifter? Yeah, dude, you can play a pa- pick pack pup or squatchers. Yeah, Executive Golf DX, Demon Quest 85, Saturday Edition, Spell Court, White Whiteout, Whitewater Wipeout, Boogie Loops, Zipper. I mean, like, come on, man. But yeah, I just thought it was a, I thought it was a, yeah, no, it's not for me either, but I just I thought it was just an interesting little little thing that I've never even heard. Not, like I not until now I never heard of. Like I didn't even know it was a thing. So to see like people being like excited for it and stuff, I'm like, I news to me, man. News yeah, to me. Strange, strange. Yeah. All right. All right. Next up. Uh let's talk about EA Play. Which only had really two two things that they needed to uh two big things in my opinion which was the battlefield stuff which we're going to watch the trailer for now which to be fair this is a really cool trailer this is a really cool trailer for uh for battlefield uh, 2042 yeah also i just remember also, what yeah, this is that, that, <laughs> that definitely sounds like the terminating music yeah it does yeah so this is the battlefield 2042 battlefield portal official trailer so battlefield portal is going to be a new community driven platform where players will it's like it's like for the community right so mm-hmm. uh you're going to be able to come up with like community game modes and uh you know all, all kinds of crazy cool stuff that you know you've always wanted have always yeah. wanted to do if you're have been a battlefield fan right it's your it's your creator 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 mood kind of deal so they're gonna have like bad company stuff in here they're gonna have like battlefield uh was battlefield three things i think and it's it, some it, of the it's like the maps from like the classics too like, yeah yeah. Fucking yeah, go! Fucking get them with the fucking paddles. Go kill some Nazis, man. <laughs> it was a damn <laughs> first aid. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be cool, man. This like, to, like to be honest, like the game itself, like 2042, looked really cool to me already. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're adding the, this portal thing onto it as well, it's real cool. Makes me even more excited for this game. It's smart like, too all... because. It extends your game's life, like you know, as people oh, yeah. make modes and stuff. So, oh my god, that's crazy! Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game, dude. I think it's gonna be really really fun. It's it's cool. That's gonna be gonna be a fun, fun, fun time. Also, yeah, the moment I saw the grenade with the smiley face, I was like, "Hey, bad company." Bad company, yeah. Mm-hmm. I played yeah, the shit out of bad company fun, and bad company too. 
Yeah, I can't wait. I'm real. I'm real excited for the next Battlefield, which is so weird. It's such a strange thing to say. I'm really excited yeah. for a Battlefield game. <laughs> which, by the way, I think. I think that Prime Gaming's given away uh, Battlefield One and Battlefield Five on. Yes, uh, they are. For Origin, if you're, uh, you know, if you have Prime Gaming. Shit. Even if you even if you don't want it, go get your key and just throw it out. Give it to somebody. And I know this because shout out to the homie Majin. Uh, your boy got some. Your, your boy got the games now, so maybe we might, might give those a shot on on our stream at some point. Before the new one comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that looks a lot of fun. All right, and then, of course, then they finally... The, the heavily rumored Dead Space uh, remake uh, finally was announced as well at EA Play. I've never played the Dead Space games. I've always wanted to. So now that this is happening, I'll probably wait... Much like I did for Mass Effect, which uh, was, was such a, I like for me, it was such a great way to to play those games for the first time, through the Legendary mm -hmm. Edition. So I feel like waiting for like this, this like the new Dead Space is probably going to be a good way to go about that too, instead of playing the original. Um. So yeah, that'll be neat. I I, I don't know a whole lot about Dead Space other than. It's what, like a horror-esque dealio? game. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're in space and it's a horror game and you play yeah. a dude named Isaac and you cut off their limbs. It's the, uh... <laughs> uh... So yeah, it's just a straight-up remake. Like, uh... Will be interesting. I, I played a little bit of the first one. I didn't complete it because I'm a bitch and a, a freared. I'm a feared of I'm certain things. I'm feared of certain things. Uh, so, but I I might play this. <laughs> yeah. So those those a few details about it. Uh, which here's some interesting stuff. Zero loading screens, which is kind of neat. But anyway, in an interview with IGN, Philippe uh, Ducharme or Ducarme, and creative director Roman Campos or Oriola revealed a little bit more about what the remake has in store. For those worried that the remake will remake a little too much, don't be. The, the pair assures fans that the iconic space franchise, of the iconic space franchise, that the team has an original has the original vision in mind when tackling this project. That being said, it's not just a tiny polished job either. There's a lot of work going into this rebuilding, into rebuilding the game utilizing EA's Frostbite engine. Uh, in a quote from Campos Oriola, uh, we started the we started with the original level design of the original Dead Space. Uh, talking about referencing original assets including those that never made launch what's funny is that you can see some of the iterations that were made prior to the ship by the team in the first chapter you could see some corridors that they wanted to do in the in the first in a certain way and then when you understand why they changed it for technical constraints or some other reason uh in terms of the visuals sound gameplay everything we are rebuilding we are rebuilding all of these assets we are not porting them it's not up resing the texture or adding more polygons to the model it's really rebuilding all these elements shooting all the animations etc uh, the remake is still in very early development, which is giving the team more time to find creative ways to harness the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 technology in an effort to make the immersion of Dead Space even deeper and more fully interactive experience. A good example is that there will not be any loading screens. Hooray, dude. I cannot wait until the day where we have zero loading screens because you want to know why? Mm -hmm. 
I say this every time. I, like, dude, I've been playing Mafia 3, and every time I die, you get a loading screen that I, I swear to me feels like an eternity, dude. Mm-hmm. I Ghost Tsushima has forever spoiled me on loading screens. I will never be able to play a game again that has loading screens because I'm just going to bitch about it. Like, I fucking hate loading screens now, dude. So I, for one, look forward to the day where we can fully, finally eliminate loading screens because fuck you, loading screens. But anyway, that's just my little little bit, bit there. Continuing on with what they say in the article here. Um... Uh, there's not going to be any movement where we're going to cut your experience or cut away from any scene players find themselves in. Uh, what's really important was able to capture the unique look of Dead Space, that unique sci-fi look, but it's gritty and dirty, and you feel that everything has been used for a long time. Capturing that dirty industrial look, but with the level of detail that we can afford now was something important during the production of the atmospheric benchmark. With the full rebuilding of the game, the team is implementing changes inspired by unused concept art and character designs, environmental changes, and adding volumetric effects and more dynamic lighting to bring each scene to life in frightening detail. From the sounds of the game being far more immersive than the original by using 3D audio, to the entire experience rooted in dark colors and threateningly lit corridors, everything about the changes are still very much rooted in the DNA of what Dead Space is. Uh, the two devs stated that while this is a remake of the first game, the studio did look at the franchise as a whole to get a better vision of how they want the remake to play in an effort to flesh out concepts a little more thoroughly in the first adventure. For us, the foundation of Dead Space 1 is story. Uh, so by default, what's, that's what is canon. But then there are some improvements that we want to make to that story. And not necessarily improvements because those are things not really worked in the original. More improvements because of what came after, and we're like, oh, man, that's interesting if we could reference that, or maybe we could make a link to that. Uh, There will be no microtransactions for this game, and there were never any plans to add them into the single-player experience. Uh, And the reason they say that is because apparently EA decided to add microtransactions to Dead Space 3, and obviously people weren't happy with that. And then uh, then obviously we know what happened with Battlefront 2 when that came out years ago uh well i think that i think when they say single player experience loki it's like the as far as i know dead space one doesn't have any multiplayer right does anybody know if, if that's i don't the think i don't think one or two had multiplayer yeah so i think it's fully just a single player game so what they mean to say is that this is a single player game and we are not adding we would we never had an intention of adding microtransactions uh so yeah, they uh, we want this is this is continuing the quote. We want to make games that deliver ex- the, the experiences our players are looking for. Sometimes that is a single player uh, focus experience where players can immerse themselves in another world. Other players want want us to show up every day with new content and events in our live services like Galaxy of Heroes, The Sims, Apex, and FIFA to name a few. We want players to choose an EA gamer experience. Okay, yeah, so they're, they're just continuing on with their EA stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, as somebody who's never played the Dead Space games, everything that they're saying here kind of has me looking forward to playing the remake, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely give it a shot when it comes out, for sure. Uh, what else we got here? We have some delays. Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits has been delayed to next month. It was supposed to originally come out 
uh, August 24th, so this month. However, they're pushing it back to a month later on September 21st. I could actually see this slipping more because I heard they did an Annapurna event, you know, where they'll show off the games, some games and stuff every once in a while. They showed off Kenna, like, right before this delay happened. Uh, or Kena. And, um, the, uh, apparently the AI was very bad. Like, mm. like so bad that the character just, uh, like, the monster just kind of stood there and let itself be killed. Uh, wow. And some stuff like that. Um, See, I I'm didn't actually... watch the Annapurna event. I, I wanted to check it out because I know they talked about, like, Stray and other stuff, which, by the way, we'll, we'll talk about Stray here in a bit as well. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I didn't even know when that was going to happen, so I didn't even, I, I didn't even watch it. I didn't it. either. They're usually, like, really small. Yeah. Kind of small events. I think it was at the Annapurna thing. I could be mistaken on that. I don't know. I think it's there. Um, gotcha. But uh, let me see if I can find the exact... Because I know uh, that the developer for uh, for uh, Kena is the, uh, Ember Labs. No. They showed it at the Tribeca Film Festival. My bad. I was okay. at the wrong thing. Um, so right. here's what, the, here's what uh, was shown. It said, enemy AI was bad. I don't know what difficulty it was played on, but enemies just stood there, and when they did try to target the player, they completely missed many feet away. The menu UIs looked like they were drafted by the college intern. Oof. Um, the map looks great, but the skill tree and rot menus were really bad. The animations were rough. They were, and there was no idle, idle animation for uh, Kima. Uh, melee combat felt inconsistent due to lack of animations. And Kenna generally just looked stiff when moving around. Mm. For some reason, I feel like the voice acting was distorted all the time. Kenna sounds like she's talking with her hands over her mouth. On a positive note, the music sounded great and the world was a lot more expansive than I thought. Still a pretty looking game, too, despite a lot of pop-in. So, hopefully they can polish those things up. Um... I could see it getting a longer delay because some of that seems like a lot longer than a month. You know, if they decide to delay. And we should say, this is like an indie game, right? Like, this isn't like a big... Yeah. This is kind of like their first foray, kind of. They're usually like an animation studio, I think, or something like that. Um, uh, but there's definitely like a few... few. It needs some polishing. So I could see this getting delayed... Again, if they go that route, they may not. They may just throw it out there and fix it up. But you know, we've seen games. I mean, like that. honestly, if they need more time, just take it, dude. Like, yeah. I'd rather them, because again, it's what we always say: take your time, make the game the way it needs to be. Because once, dude, sometimes or most of the time, once you release a game and it's a janky mess, it's really hard to come back from that. Man, for mm-hmm. it'll be forever remembered. Well, yeah, forever remembered as as you know. Even Being even with no is, man's so. even with no man's skies like comeback, everybody still remembers that horrible that <laughs> lot. Like nobody will ever forget. <laughs> so just take your time, do however however long you need. Because I'm I'm looking forward to that game. So too. I'll tell you one thing: 2022 is looking stacked, though. Yeah. So again, I'm looking forward to that game. If they need more time than that, take it. Like just do it. Like. Yeah, nobody's gonna be mad at that. No, no, no. And if they are, they ain't a real fan, so fuck them. 
Another delay is that Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022 as well. Uh, so yeah, like we were just saying, uh, 2022 is looking to be an even bigger year in gaming, uh, and it was already pretty big because there's a lot of stuff coming out next year. But uh, it's been pushed to 2022, uh, along with many, many other things. But uh, yeah, uh, obviously it hasn't been announced on PC yet. Usually. It's because the PlayStation game usually gonna you know come out PlayStation first. Mm -hmm. uh, although you know some games have come have been coming to PC from PlayStation like Days Gone and the First Horizon and Death Stranding and so on. Um, but uh, Sony was leaning toward delaying the game until next year. As as again, just like with other games, they just you know need need more time, uh, which is fine. Which is the 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 gist of it. Um, so first quarter twenty twenty two is when when the game is is going to be likely to to be coming out. Okay. This game's going to be fucking huge. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, dude, I, dude, the the first Horizon is my game of the year for when it came out twenty seventeen. I, 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 that game's awesome, dude. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I cannot wait for the second one. Um, yeah, I, I, super like the 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 gameplay stuff that we saw from uh, a while back during the uh, I think it was like a state of play for PlayStation was was fantastic. Um. So yeah, I I I I can't wait. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Yeah, boy. Um, the other thing I have here is the uh stray gameplay walkthrough from the Annapurna Interactive stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have anything else other than other than that, Josh. But I got uh, we'll check out this uh this stray gameplay. You know, while while this plays, I'll go have a look. All right. So there's a guy talking through the gameplay here. Um, I do have it unmuted so you guys can hear. Uh, some things I'll, I'll I, leave muted and some I'll mute. This one's yeah, so I was intrigued by this game ever since we saw it on the PlayStation. I, f I forget what it was. It was like one of the PS5 things. I want to say last year. It's a game where you play as a cat. You will have to explore and survive in this unwelcome But the you know the guy's talking, so we'll we'll just let him talk. It looks cool though, dude. Like I I, I don't think I've ever seen a game where you play like a cat or something. And be like I want to play that. This actually looks pretty cool though, man. Mm -hmm. Like I am like so down to play a game where you play as a fucking cat. The cat has skills and and, and all kinds of things and. I, I'm the blame for this game. What do you mean? What do you mean, Loki? How am I to blame for this? Looks cool, dude. Like, if I'm being honest, it looks looks like a fun little little game. And the cat has like gadgets or some shit later on. Like, I think they'll they'll show like here in a bit. That I'll tell you this, more... it looks very very fucking pretty. Like, just looking at that little uh, alleyway there. Yeah. Really yeah. There's robots and shit in this game. This is Cyberpunk Cat Edition. 
using the drone's ability to B12 little drone. Look at that. The cat has a little thing on its back now. Look at that. It's amazing. Together they will work to learn more about the secrets of this forgotten community of human-like so I thought that originally this was going to be a PS5 exclusive, but it's coming to PC as well. Ah. Uh, it's on Steam if you guys want to. They have a Steam page up for it as well, in case you guys are intrigued. Coming out sometime next year. I don't know when, but yeah, I, I this is definitely one of the ones that I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check this out. Like I said, I was intrigued by it from when we first saw it like forever ago. I like the like the world building that they're doing in this too. Like like what's going on in this world, dude? You know what I mean? And his adventures will be filled. It all just looks super super interesting. It almost kind of reminds you of like an episode of like Love, Death, and Robots, or like you know, something like that. The the TV head dudes make me think of Saga. Did you ever read Saga? It's a comic. I've heard of it, but I've never read it. No. So there's a character in there. Like I'm, fam I'm familiar with it. Yeah. I haven't read all, like all of it. But, like I remember there being a character in there that has like a TV for a head that shows different images. Jumping and using spells to avoid dangers will all be vital if you want to escape this city and be reunited with family. I'll be honest with you, I'm probably not gonna play this. I'll probably watch somebody play this. Yeah. It ain't it ain't exactly my kind of deal. Gotcha. I'm a dog guy. No, I'm kidding. I'd be awful. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a dog kind of guy. No, I like cats. I just uh, I, I don't know. It's just. It looks That's cool and it's very pretty, but it's not like my deal. Yeah. Something like this probably normally wouldn't be like my kind of thing either, but I I don't know, dude. I just I I, I I'm I'm really like vibing with this this game from everything that we've seen so far. Like I I actually I actually want to check this out. So at some point I'll be streaming this because I want to play it. Yeah. And again, like I was saying, just the, like I want to know what's going on in this world, dude. Like, like what, like what is all this? What's what's going on? What's happening? Why do all these people have TV heads? <laughs> Interesting. So that is Stray. Yeah, that's Stray from the Annapurna. Um... Of uh, you know, showcase that they had not oh. too long ago, so that was pretty neat. Daniel will be See, checking I... that out. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure, I will be. So yeah, Josh, I don't know if you have uh, anything else for us here. Nah, they ain't shit at the moment, so we can move. Alrighty, on. moving on then. Moving on to the uh. TV news, which we have a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing we have here is we have a teaser, official tr official teaser for The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Did I watch this? I don't think I watched this. I need my live reaction. We'll have sound on for this too. Bet you... So this is coming out on the 23rd of this month. So, uh, yeah, so, several weeks away, like four weeks. No, three weeks. My bad. 
Hmm. We like we like we like us some the we like us some of the Witcher content around here, so we'll I'll be checking this out for sure. Fucking Vesemir, man. Nightmare of the Wolf. A friend of a friend. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, we're gonna be. Yeah, we're following a young Vesemir on this uh, on this thing here. Uh, he's being voiced by Theo James. Uh, yeah, uh, August twenty third. I'll be checking that out. Uh, hopefully, it's better. Hopefully, I like it more, and it's better than some of the other recent Netflix stuff, animated stuff. Because, like I said, I'll be honest, dude. The Masters of the Universe He-Man stuff, not. I, I I was a little disappointed by that. Resident Evil, uh, the Resident Evil show, I was disappointed by that. And I was super looking forward to both of those. So now I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I'm still gonna watch The Witcher. I'm still gonna watch this, but I don't know, dude. I I I uh, hoping for 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 better things here, but we'll see. But that looks it looks neat from that. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh, we have some casting news for uh, The Last of Us. HBO's The Last of Us has cast Anna Torv in a key role, and that key role is that she's going to be portraying the character of Tess, which if you played the game, you know who Tess is and what she does and all that stuff. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think, I think Josh, you and I know her from Mindhunter. Yes! Yes. That's yeah, because I, I I like looking through like her uh like IMDB and stuff, you know, like her filmography and whatnot. Yeah, she played yeah. That would probably be the where where we know her from the most. Cause I never yeah. watched Fringe. I know a lot of people know her from Fringe. I never watched Fringe. I've, I don't, I've never seen I don't Fringe know. either. Although everybody talks about it, I might check it out at some point. Yeah, but definitely I know her from from uh, from home. Uh, literally, that rewind, Mindhunter. That's that's the big one. Also, she was the voice of uh, uh, Neriko in Heavenly Sword, which I've never played. Same. But I but I hear that's a pretty pretty cool game for you know for its day. Yeah. She was the main she was the main character in that game. Uh, but yeah, other than that though, I don't. Again, I never I never I've never seen Fringe, so I don't know anything about that. And who she plays in that or anything, but yeah, so that's cool. Uh, some more news for that. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is developing his own Superman project for HBO Max. Uh, and he's uh, obviously going to be focusing on the Black Superman Val Zod, uh, which is different from the J.J. Abrams Bad Robot one, which we previously talked about. They're wanting to do a Black Superman movie for Warner Brothers, which honestly, like, I, can it, this is this is just my opinion, but I think they should cancel that and just focus on this instead. Yeah, cancel cancel the J.J. Abrams movie. Forget about that. Focus all of your 
focus all of it on on the on, on Michael B. Jordan's Balzot project because this sounds way better than the other one. Well, Michael B. Jordan and his production company Outlier Society are developing their own project for the Valzad incarnation of the character. Uh, Outlier Society has hired a writer who's currently working on the script. Uh, uh, it is a limited series that Jordan will produce and possibly even star in, though he, he has yet to confirm on the latter. Um... And they were they were talking to Michael B. Jordan about whether he would be in the J.J. Abrams movie, saying, I'm flattered that people have me in that conversation. It's definitely a compliment, but I'm just watching on this one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I... For me, again, this is just me speaking, my opinion. Out of the two, out of the J.J. one and this one, definitely I would rather see this one. Like, I... They need to cancel that JJ one and just fo focus all their resources on making this be the best thing it can be. In my in my opinion, so, uh, somewhere somewhere JJ's heart just broke. <laughs> That's Daniel said those words. Dude, JJ will be <laughs> fine. He has he has he has other franchises to fuck up. You know what I mean? It's like, oh did. shit! It's true. Uh, he already did it to Star Wars, dude. Go go fuck something else up, JJ. Yeah. No, I actually like JJ, but like I like fuck, JJ too. Dude. I, he just. Yeah, just go go through other stuff, Jay. You don't you don't need to be doing a Superman movie. I mean, see, he he tried doing a Superman movie like years ago, if I'm not mistaken. He tried to do like his own BVS before BVS, like years ago, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I know that I I, I at least know that at one point he tried doing something Superman. Uh, but you dude, just stop, JJ. Go go do other stuff, man. Yeah, don't you have like a million and one one other things you're, you're doing right now? So yeah, again, in my opinion, leave. Abandon the JJ stuff and focus all your resources on making the uh, the Michael B. Jordan one the best you can make it. That's that's yeah. just my opinion. That's what I would I would rather have them do because uh, I feel like that would be so much better than what they have planned for the movie. But anyway, uh, we have a I don't Josh. Are you do you like Blade Runner at all? Yeah, I like yeah. Blade Runner. So there, so this is an interesting thing because we have Adult Swim and Crunchyroll doing an, an original animated series for Blade Runner. It's called Blade Runner Black Lotus. Everything intended. And it's set in between the first movie and the second movie. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I have not watched this yet. Uh, I'm not. I'm not playing this with sound because of the song. There's there's music, yeah. Um, the thing that like I was surprised at is that it's gonna be an Adult Swim thing. Like I just I you figure like it'd be like a Netflix or something, right? But mm -hmm. hey, man, that's you know. So a lot of people, from what I've seen, are not. I'm not really digging this. What's uh, what's their knock? Is it, it the story? The the, the, the art style? They're like, they're like it's not it's not really like it doesn't really have like Blade Runner vibes. It's more like a cyberpunk. It, you know. it, it is it it is kind of missing the. There's something missing from it. They're like so, so, like I've seen people say it feels more like Ghost in the Shell than Blade Runner. 
Uh, it feels like a generic, you know, thing instead of Blade Runner. The I think maybe some people are talking about the animation style. Yeah. The it's missing. This is gonna sound weird. It's missing a layer of filth that Blade Runner has. I feel mm. like this feels too clean. It's, I don't know how to describe it more than that. You know, I, I'm not good at putting things into words. It just needs it needs to feel dirtier. Mm. Um, but it might be a good time for like a if you can get over like just the Blade Runner part of it. You know, yeah. like. A, yeah, I don't know. Well, well this and the, one of those the music, the music also did not go with the trailer at all. Like, like that's another yeah. thing people have been saying. Yeah, the music doesn't really like vibe. anybody that's watched Blade Runner and listened to the soundtrack for it like that. Like what? You, you should have just put some music from Blade Runner in there. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll see what they end up doing with that. Uh, I'll I'll check it out. I'll see what it's like. You know. Uh. We have some other projects announced, or you know, in the works. There's a Pokemon live action series in development at, over at Netflix. Uh, Lucifer showrunner Joe Henderson has opened a writer's room on the project. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, they have the anime already on Netflix. Uh, and we, we know we've already seen the live action, uh, you know, Pikachu. Uh, the, the Detective Pikachu movie, which I actually enjoyed. Like, I, yeah. I don't know how many people out there, like, you know, I've seen it or liked it. I liked it. I thought it was one. I, to I be honest, it. in my opinion, it's one of the better, like, video game projects turned into a movie or, or show or whatever. Like one of the one of the better. I should, here's the better phrase for it. It's one of the better video game adaptations, in my opinion. Detective Pikachu. Yes. I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. I thought it was a good time. Um, so, if they can, uh, if they can like make it along the lines of that, then I'm all for them making this live action series at Netflix. So, yeah, if it, if it's like that, then yeah, go for it. Do it. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, the other thing is that Netflix is working on a Dragon Age TV series as well. Uh, so Netflix obviously is all constantly working on a ton of things. Is this? Uh, is this yeah, good? I uh, didn't. See, is this live action or animated? Did they say the Dragon Age thing? Uh, it would. I. I. They don't. There's no details, but I. I guess. I think what they say here is that if they had to guess, it would be an animated format. Gotcha. That makes sense. For it to be. So uh, there's anime. there's some there is some Dragon Age jargon in here that I'm not too familiar with because I just haven't played the games. So Josh, when I say that uh, Dragon Age adaptation or this Dragon Age adaptation will be a massive retelling of the tales of Thetis, 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 yeah, Thetis, Thetis is the the world. Okay. Uh, any Bioware-related adaptation has usually been animated. Uh, Dragon Age has had previous spin-offs with Cassandra's origin story and Dawn of the Seeker, which I'm not Cassandra. sure what that is. but uh, Cassandra yeah. Pentagast, they did an anime. She's a character in the Dragon Age. Shows up in Dragon Age 2 is when you first meet her. 
Kind of. Yeah, so this is all a, a, a rumor right now, but I mean, it's probably going to end up happening. Also, uh, Thetis, Thetis is a continent. Of, uh, it's not continent, the world. Okay, it's the gosh, continent. Yeah, I, again, Josh knows more about Dragon Age than I do at this point. I have, I have yet to play any of the Dragon Age games. I want to, but at this point, I'm kind of like at the point where I'm like, should I just wait for them to fucking remake the games like they did? I would <laughs> love for them to do that if they ever will. With uh, Mass Effect? Because, I, I dude, I cannot tell you guys how much of a blast I had playing through Mass Effect through the Legendary Edition. It was so much fun. Even though, like, I know Inquisition is like, what, like a set, like... 2014 or something like that. Uh, anyway. yeah. That that probably wouldn't get remade, but the other Yeah, one. that one won't, but like the first two might, maybe. I don't know. Or at least the first one, right? The first one for sure. If any if any of them are going to be. My Twitch is wigging it, right? What the fuck? I refreshed my page and my chat has disappeared. Mm, it's, it seems fine for me still, so. Okay. Wait, what? Uh, Whatever. We'll deal with it later. Yeah. So it's, it's again, there's not a lot to go off of. There's no details or confirmation or, you know, it's hard. It, it's hard to speculate it, like what it's going to be about. But, uh, yeah, you know, Dragon Age TV series for, for you Dragon Age fans out there uh, is rumored to be in development. Uh, here's another thing that I put in here for Josh, because I know Josh likes Waterworld. But uh, I do. They're they're apparently working on a Waterworld sequel TV series. Universal is in early development on a sequel to Kevin Costner's notorious 1995 film. Uh, to me, this is interesting because I know that they're like, there's quite a bit of like shows that they're making sequels to for movies, right? Like, I know that they're like they're doing a Willow like series a sequel series they're doing obviously now this there's they, they, they got things man that that like they start off as movies that they're turning into tv shows for sequels mm-hmm. and uh, Waterworld now joins the list of those uh uh it's an early development at universal content productions where the producers have a first look deal the project is a planned is planned as a continuation of the film picking up with the same characters 20 years later. Uh, though no actors are yet attached, the producers have said that Dan Trachenberg from 10 Cloverfield Lane is on board to direct. Uh, Waterworld is a story of a post-apocalyptic world where the polar ice caps had melted. Uh, and the entire planet was covered by water. Kevin Costner played an underwater-breathing web-toed Trimaran sailing loner, the mariner, who came to the aid of a woman and a girl seeking the fabled dry land. Dry land. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the movie is awful, but I love it, even though it's awful. I can't help it. It's one of those bad movies that I love. You know, there's there's some movies that are awful, but I fucking love them. And yeah, yeah, Waterworld is definitely one of those. That Waterworld yeah. is definitely one of those. Everybody says it's awful, but I fucking love it. I absolutely love it to death. Paper. <laughs> uh, I remember that. <laughs> we should watch that. It's awful, but we should we watch should. it. We should. Uh, I'd be down to watch it. Uh, okay. Next up, uh, we have the Hawkeye premiere date and a first uh, image. Ooh. Oh, boy, Hawkeye. So... Uh, Hawkeye never misses. Don't miss Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld 
In this exclusive first look at Marvel Studios Hawkeye, the original series starts streaming Wednesday, November 24th on Disney+. And our first look image is just, uh, you know, Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld as, uh, you know, Clint Barton and uh, uh, J uh, uh, I believe her name is Jane Bishop. Uh, here with a bunch of uh, bullseye targets there in the back and arrows and quivers and all all the archery things that you need. Yeah. Did you see where Stephen Amell commented on this? Uh, which is funny. Also, also, I said <laughs> Jane Bishop. Her name is Kate Bishop. God, I'm an, I, I fucked that up. Well, I, it, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't occur to me. Now I was like, wait a minute. Her name's not Jane. It, it's Kate. It didn't hit me either. To be fair, because <laughs> so, like, uh, I know her name, but I it's, it's just one of those like brain fart moments where you like just just say it wrong. Where you're like, wait a minute, hold up. I know I. Hold you know, it, it takes your minute. It takes your brain a minute to like be like, wait a minute, that wasn't right. So yeah, November twenty fourth uh, is when we're gonna get the Hawkeye series. It's gonna be on a Wednesday because you know again, they've, Disney Plus is shifting all their shows on Wednesdays now instead of Fridays, which I still don't understand that move. But whatever, dude. I mean, that's what they want to do. Fuck it, I'll still watch it anyway. You know. I, I don't know either. I think I want. I kind of want to know just because it's like, why are you guys doing this? I'm. I'm just curious. I'm just want to like. Is there some money reason for this? Like, let us. I'm curious. Mm. Um. Stephen Amell commented on this, said left-handed left archers deserve a chance on TV, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be checking this out because I love, look, Hawkeye is one of my absolute favorite characters in the MCU. Um, or just in Marvel in general. Uh, I think he's mm. cool as fuck. Uh, and everybody sleeps on my boy Hawkeye. Well, they ain't going to no more. He's got his own show with his, with the, with the Kate Oh, God, I almost called her Jane because of you. Holy shit. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I corrected myself. I corrected myself. Um, and it's going to be... It'll be a good time, I'm sure. Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, somewhat. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I, most of my f f familiarity with, with uh, Kate Bishop was from the Avengers game. But uh, I thought she was pretty cool in that, and I'm looking forward to seeing the, you know, the the rest of, of you know finding out more about her story. Her along with uh, Kamala Khan and the Miss Marvel show. So yeah, I'm all about it. Anyway, the last thing we have here, this actually dropped earlier today before we started the show. The Amazon Lord of the Rings TV series revealed it's also had a did the same thing that Hawkeye just, we just did and they have a release date and a premiere picture so there's an image right there that's the first yeah, thing they put out from the show bigger for you guys there we go look at that that is our first look at the show I think it looks pretty good uh, they're spending a lot of money on this series so I mean mm -hmm. it, you would imagine that it is going to look good. It better look good for all the money that they're going to be spending on this. Looking, looking at this, looking at this uh, photo. Look, do you see these trees in the back over here on the far right? There's like two of yeah. them. Yeah, I don't know everybody, shit. Really, everybody, uh, everybody <laughs> has been has been commenting about that. I just literally just saw it. It's the first time I took a good look at this photo. The two trees of Valinor is what they're called. Oh. So there's some. Uh, there's some. 
some lore, some backstory with uh, with that. This is a cool um, It is. It looks 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 awesome. Uh, so the two trees of Valinor, or uh, simply known as the trees of, of Valar, uh, were were would brought the light into the land of the Valar in ancient times. They were destroyed by Melkor and the primal spider Ungoliant. But their last, but their last flower and fruit were made by the Valar to the sun and the moon. So obviously, there's a lot of, uh, again, backstory and, and and significance and stuff like that. It looks very very cool for sure. Um, I, I'm I'm I can't wait to see more of this, dude. Like I, I want to see when we finally get like a trailer for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we have a release date, which I don't think I've said yet, but it is going to be. Friday, September 2nd, 2022, on Prime Video. There you go, guys. You got another year. I mean, you got so another Mark... reason to live to next year. <laughs> yeah, at least another year to keep it going. We have a, Get... we have a year for this show to be released. Get we have a release date now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, next year, man. Next year. How trippy is it if you're a star in, in this show? Like, could you imagine getting hired? To, you know what you're gonna do? Do Lord of the Rings, the show. Fuck shit! I <laughs> my career would be made, right? Like Jesus. I mean, yeah, dude, that's that's be huge to be in that. Crazy. But anyway, uh, movie news. Head on into the movie news, friend. All right. What we got here? Is that uh, we have our Batgirl? Our Batgirl has been cast. Um, sure do. Uh, Into the Heights star Leslie Grace has been cast casted as Batgirl for the new project. Um. So I, myself, am not super um familiar with her. All but she, she was all one she of she has is in the heights, I think, is what it looks like. One of the uh one of the uh people that we had mentioned, I think one of the previous episodes of the Cantina when we were talking about like how there was a short list for, for you know actresses being considered for this role. She mm -hmm. was one of them. Uh so that's kind of cool. But I will say that this is, is particularly cool, uh, I think, because she is of uh, she's she's Leslie Grace is Dominican, which means that she is a Latina. So I am all for this, uh, as you know, for like you know, uh, representation reasons and all that stuff. So I'm I'm for it. Uh, I think it's cool. Her along with Sasha Kaya, who is also who who's going to be uh you know Supergirl. We've talked about that in the past. She's gonna be Supergirl for the the Flash movie and whatnot. I, I'm I'm liking that we're getting more, you know, you know, diversity in our, you know, in, in these movies. Cause yeah, I mean I, it's it's just cool, dude. Like it's just it's just it's just cool to see, you know, there's, there's gonna be little girls out there who uh are going to be seeing themselves as as this as as Batgirl and as super Supergirl now, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the little Latina girls are going to be looking up to these to these women uh, and be like, "Yo, she looks like me," or you know, 
I'm gonna dress up dress up as her for Halloween or you know whatever, like just anything. It's gonna be cool. Um, the movie is gonna be releasing on a, uh, on HBO Max in 2022. Uh, it's been in development for several years. Uh, and uh, Chris, Chris, Christina Hodson is is uh, uh, writing the, the the script for this this one. And then also more in other background news is that this one I didn't expect is that uh, J.K. Simmons is in talks to return as Commissioner Gordon. This is uh, weird for me because, as we know, he was Commissioner Gordon in uh, the other movies, the uh, you know the the Justice Leagues and the and and the the Zack Snyder verse stuff, right? Yeah. So the fact that they're considering bringing him back for this tells me that, you know, with with the Flash, they are going to be doing some, like, uh, Flashpoint-type stuff or, you know, multiverse stuff where they're just like, you know what? We're just going to bring in whoever we want to bring into these movies because they're, they're good talent, and we'll figure it out, dude. Like, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make we'll do something happen. Which I'm... Hey, man, that's fine with me, dude. Again, Same. I have no problem with this because... They can do that with again with the flashpoint and the multiverse. Comic book shit can do that. You can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you know you can you can make it work. Like so yeah, fuck it, dude. Bring him back. Why not? Hell yeah, I love JK Simmons. Indeed, I do as well. Like I, I was I was super happy when they brought him back for uh uh, Jay Jonah and, and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever uh, has cast uh, Michaela Cole as uh, a Quell as uh, uh, in or in the sequel for the original Black Panther. Uh, she joins Denai Guerrero, Aguirre, uh, Letitia Wright, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, uh, Winston Duke, and Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Florence Kasumba and Angela Bassett will likely reprise their roles from the original film. Brian Coogler also returns. Uh, who she's playing is still is being kept under wraps. We don't know. But we also know that there's rumors for uh, Namor being in this as well. So, I, to, to be honest, I'm just really curious what the hell they're going to do with this movie because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what they're it's 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 a hard they have a hard task, in my opinion. With like trying to figure out what to do next after the yeah. original one. I yeah. don't envy their position. Uh I sure don't either. It's it's it, it has to be a really, really difficult thing. But it's Marvel and Marvel usually knows what the hell they're doing, so I have faith in them and I'm sure they'll they'll get it done. But yeah, it's I. This is out of like m- most of the upcoming Marvel stuff. I don't know what the hell they're doing with this. Like, who knows, man? Uh, we have a trailer. We have actually several trailers. We have a lot of trailers. Like for yeah, that's we have nothing but trailers from here on out. So all right, first yeah. one, dude. You ready? You ready for some more Jackass? Because we have a Jackass yeah. forever official trailer. Which- by the way, I've seen this trailer like three times at the theaters. That's couple. Oh, weeks. really? Yeah, they played it in <laughs> oh, every yeah, movie you, I've yeah, gone you, to. You, you've you've got to go watch some, some movies, yeah. So that, that mm-hmm. makes sense. 
All right, here we go. So yeah, Jackass Forever. They're doing a, a, a fourth movie, and I assume this is going to be the final one, because these guys are yeah. old as shit now. Yeah. Honestly... I mean, look I've, at fucking Knoxville, dude. He's got gray hair, bro. Like, what? Do they have any unbroken bones? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they've broken, like, everything. I'm, uh... I like Jackass. I never loved it, but... Huh? This is, uh... This looks... It looks funny. It looks fun. Like, it's the gang. I mean, it's, it's gonna be like their final hurrah, right? So, yeah. I yeah. Mean, it'll, it'll be fun, I'm sure. And, and we all know what Jackass is. It's just stupid fun. Like, this is these dudes hurting themselves for our entertainment. Like, they know what the mm -hmm. fuck they're doing. They've been doing this shit for years, dude. Like, I know, I know. Some of them got injured doing this, obviously, but yeah. it's the it's the stunt that you don't expect. And I'll actually tell you which stunt it is that they actually get really hurt on. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Okay, because I don't know this, so I, I'm actually in interested to hear what it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh God, no! Fuck that snake thing. Oh God. Yeah, dude. Nah. Fuck that too. Fuck a lot of this, dude. I these guys, they're crazy, bro. Yeah. They're fucking crazy. Oh, also, I'm not sticking my tongue on no taser. This is the yeah, one right here. The fucking treadmill. The treadmill is oh, really? where they got hurt. Yeah, they broke bones and shit from it. Like, had to go Damn. to the hospital. Dude, fuck this thing right here with the honey, bro. Nope. I, I, <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. His reaction so funny, though. Yeah, no, dude. But no. You are not, you are not putting that. honey on my ball sack for a bear. And fuck good. that, bro. He's so horrified. No, no, no. 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 Um. But we grew up with the jackass dudes, right? Like, that was yeah. my whole childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which it's it's a bummer because we've lost a few of them now, like you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and Bam was having his issues and and had to be removed from this movie, so it's a that's a bummer. But this this looks this looks fun. I'm not gonna go to the theaters and see this, but I'll probably oh, nah, watch it out. Nah, nah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, mm. for sure, for sure. Uh, uh, next we have we have the, the Dune official the Dune trailer. trailer. Now, this I am gonna go to the theaters and see. Uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I've watched this trailer multiple times by now. Just so you also, guys, yeah, you... uh, oh, hang on one second, guys. Before I play this, I need to fix something real quick. My audio is acting, we, a, acting we a all, we all, know, we all know Josh is gonna be checking this out. Uh okay. Yeah. This is this is one of those one of the ones, man. This is, that is one of the ones that, oh, that you I hit the wrong button. Watch. Okay, we're good. This, right. uh, this I will definitely see in theaters IMAX if I can. If I can, if everything's you know where we can do that. Lots of sand. All the the, the dunes in All Dune. The dunes. You can see spice in the air. Spice. No, let the spice flow. 
Look at that thing. I don't know what that is, but that looks cool. Those guys look cool. They look like Tuscan Raiders. Look like sand people. Batista. So, yeah, somebody who doesn't know anything about Dune, which is me, just watching all this is very interesting. Like I, I, I definitely, like, am gonna be very intrigued watching this because I don't, I, I don't know shit. Like it's gonna be cool, man. Mhm. Mm Duncan, Idaho. Duncan. Jason Momoa. It's hard for me not to want to break it down as we see it, because, like, I know everything that's kind of going on, but they've added, yeah. like, some dialogue here that's really nice that kind of kind of adds some stuff. But if you watch, watch how people talk to young Paul, Timothy Chalamet. They don't talk to him like he's a kid. They talk to him like he's a fucking heir to a duke, which is what he is. Fucking from director Denis Villeneuve. Then you got the, you know, the... Gurney, not smiling. Gurney, As, uh, Oscar his... Isaac tells him to smile, and he's like, "I am smiling." He's got to get his balisette, man. Those those things that they have in their nose intrigue me. Like, I, I wonder what that's all about. I need to be ready. You never met Harkness before. They're not human. They're this shit looks like a cult right here. The Duke's mm -hmm. too much. I don't know what that's all about. I do. All those like little. Colority, wiry things. Just, I don't know where. I don't know what that is. And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Baron. That dude. That dude. I don't know what's going on there either. Duke. Duke. Uh, or sorry, Baron. Vladimir Harkonnen. Yeah. It's funny watching somebody that doesn't know anything that's going on react to this, and then me, who knows everything that's everything? happening. Yeah. Of the fighting stuff looks cool. That some of those dudes with the swords wearing the armor look cool. There's the fucking sandworm. Shahlud. You'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. That's a big ass worm, dude. Josh is aching to give you information. I'm not, cause I want want people to experience for themselves. Explosions. The music See, I, don't know, looks I, don't, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on there with uh, when uh, Oscar Isaac was like, you know, looking like a holograph or whatever. There, hologram. Mm -hmm. That armor that what's his name is wearing there at the end. There's a lot going on that I'm curious about. So here's the here's the big thing. Uh, if you got the, I got it paused right here at the end. The big thing about spice in Dune is the longer you're on there and more spice you take, your eyes take on this hue of blue. And it's called, it's blue within blue. So even like the whites of his eyes are blue and the irises are also blue. The other thing about this, uh, about Dune is like, especially if you haven't seen it before, you're, you don't necessarily... Uh, from the trailer, I should say. From the trailer, you don't know what's real and what's not because there's like a lot of a lot of like visions things that kind of happen so you never know is like is this in the movie is this him seeing something that's happening like it's uh in interesting um uh when i f when i first watched the trailer 
like if, they, if we had done a show last week, I would have went through this trailer and broke it down a little bit without it being spoilery. Uh, my mind has since uh, <laughs> lost all that information because that's how my brain works. Uh, but uh, there's definitely a, like the Dune, uh, the Dune, the, the Baron. Um, uh, is uh, this is kind of like the first look we get at him in this in the. Other than his action figure, oh god, yeah. where's that? I'm trying to find it in the trailer. Um, where are you at, Baron? I just wanted to pause on you because we haven't gotten a real good look at you before this trailer. Nope. Are you before this? Oh, that's that's Batista. Batista's playing the Beast Raban, who has. I'm curious to what they do within this movie. I'll I will I will tell you this about Duncan Idaho played by Jason Momoa. He is out of all of House of Trades, he is the best of them. Which gives you no information at all about, about anything. But he is the uh, best of all just, these people I know nothing just, about. Just as you as you watch in a way he sees Paul almost as a little brother. Um Oh, wait, hold it. Right, here we go. Boom. Here's the Baron. Dude, he looks... They look fucking Sith Empire all over. He, and yeah, he looks... <laughs> he's, he's weird looking, dude. I'm like, what's going on here, bro? Well, one thing that's also really trippy about this is that he looks like a sandworm. Like, look at his outfit, his clothes. It all, like, drips and drapes down like a worm. Like one of the worms. Uh, we also get a look at uh, David... The small chin... Right here. Oh, God damn it. I didn't pause quick enough. Find it. Nope. Yep, right here. Right here we get David the small chin. Right here. Who is playing uh, Piter. Uh, I see him. Yeah. Um, uh, which I'm not going to tell any more than, than what I've told. Like, when you guys go watch Dune, I'm kind of cu curious to what everybody's going to say. I'm curious if people are going to like it. I'm curious if people are going to hate it. I'm kind of curious about a lot of things with Dune, so... Yeah, I just want to. I just want to check it out and see what it's about. Because again, I know very little, almost nothing. So it'll be my first foray into the Dune verse. So check it out. Dune. Yep. Yeah. Right, uh, next up, we have a trailer for Army of Thieves, which is a prequel to Army of the Dead, which is a Netflix Zack Snyder zombie movie. I'll be honest with you. I still haven't watched you... Army of the Dead. Oh, I had well, it on it, it, and fell asleep. <laughs> so this this focuses on a particular character from that movie. Mm. Uh, and his name is uh, Dieter. He's a German, like, safe cracker, you know? I think out of like all of the characters in that movie, he was one of the more interesting ones. So I think that's cool that, that if they're gonna make a movie or prequel movie off for any of these, any of those characters, I think he's probably one of the better choices. So that's cool. Here's my thing: Did they already like? Did they were they filming this before that movie even came out? Because like this has already got like a trailer. That, and stuff, that is but... a good question. Because like the other movie, I feel like it just came out like not that long. Right? And then here we have this already. So yeah, a whole trailer, a whole ass trailer. Point. 
when they got the you know fake uh, uh, Hugh Jackman over there at the end. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you. I guess they'd have to. Have, yeah. Uh, film them at the same time or something. I don't know. <clears throat> Seems that way. Seems that way to me. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say on that other than you know. We'll, uh, we'll, right. we'll see. We'll see what's up with that. Uh, next up, we have the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. I've seen this trailer. This trailer number two. This. This. Uh, this trailer made me a little emotional, which is like I wasn't expecting. Mm. Interesting. Um, because it made me think back to watching those old Ghostbuster movies, man. So. Interesting. I'm actually looking forward to this. Paul Rudd. What are you doing here in Somerville anyway? Ant Man and Stranger Things combined together to make Ghostbusters 3. much of a homemaker. He could hardly keep the power on. You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. This is funny because I'm going to be honest, I'm not like. I still want to watch this movie, but I'm not as excited for it as other people are, if I'm being honest. Mm, that's fair. Like, I'm, I, I still want to, I'm still going to watch it, obviously, and, I'm, you know, I want to check it out, and, you know, it's got the nostalgia and all that stuff, but I don't know, I just, I don't know, man, I just, uh, maybe, maybe the fact that we're following the kids, I don't, I don't know what it is, I just, I feel like there's something missing for me, but, I, I mean, I'm still going to check it out anyway, so. Yeah, I don't know. Something something about it hits me in the feels, though. And I don't know what it really is either. Because even I wasn't expecting to be like, why is this getting to me? You know what I mean? Like, But it, but it does. They got the Ghostbusters talking in the background. They got the little mini state puffs there. Yeah. Walmart, I have the product placement. Product placement in there, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, that here in the Ecto 1 is pretty, pretty iconic, mm -hmm. pretty, pretty nostalgic for sure. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Look at that, looking them up on YouTube. Turn off the autoplay. Don't do it, don't leave it on. Oh, okay. The end of the trailer. Pretty cool. Pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited for it. Um. Uh. So we got this comes out in Thanksgiving. Is what this is? Theater November. So. Yeah, November. That'll be. I'll be checking that out. It looks fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh. We have a trailer for, uh, or actually, this isn't really a trailer. It's more like a little clip, kind of, I guess, for yeah. Shang-Chi. Throw that up there for you guys. Got some music in the background. <laughs> All I ever wanted was a normal life. My son. Um, I'm, I don't need any more 
for this movie to sell me. I was gonna see it anyway. But that last yeah. trailer got me like fucking. I can't that wait. That last trailer was really, really hype. Yeah. Um. Super hype. Um. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I can't wait for this. Uh, yeah, it looks looks dope, man. Definitely looking forward to learning more about this character and the Ten Rings and the and, you know more of the Mandarin stuff. So I, I fuck, we're yeah, just a month that, away. Yeah, yeah, it's it's close. We're literally yeah, like a month away. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, and then the last thing we have here is the Venom Let There Be Carnage official trailer number two. I actually did not get a chance to watch this. I haven't watched it yet either. I was going to watch it, um, before the stream, but I didn't get a chance. Or I, I, you know, I just couldn't do it before. I'll be honest. I'm not super looking forward to this movie, but maybe this trailer will to, you know, maybe try and convince me otherwise. I don't. Yeah, let's see. let's see. Let's play this shit. Let me get over here on YouTube. Let's see what happens here. All I ever wanted in this world is carnage. Oh god, I hate the trailer before the trailer. Why do they do that? I, I, I don't know. Oh god, they're doing the voice again. I am a predator. I need to be free. You have got to get control of your aggression. You live by my rules. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Please let me fix it. So I can forget it. Oh. Is Venom... Is Venom supposed to be this goofy? Like, he's not supposed to be this goofy, right? Like... I don't think so. Because, I'll be honest with you, my only experience with Venom is, like, the old Spider-Man cartoon. And, like... All I ever wanted in this world is carnage. Kept the same song from the other trailer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I will say that Woody Harrelson doesn't look as goofy as he did from you know in the in the end of the first movie. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is just, it just seems way too goofy, bro. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's it's so they make Venom so goofy, like it kind of turns me off.
I, I don't get it. Yeah, that, that didn't uh, didn't that didn't help me. That, that did not sell me on the movie. I, I I think I think that Carnage looks kind of cool, but I mean the movie itself though. I just man, I don't know, dude. I think you said I, it with the last trailer. It just feels like a fucking old movie. Feels like just, a you know like a two thousand superhero movie or whatever. It just seems like a nineties like yeah. I mean that's how the most, that's how the first one felt to me too. Like I just I don't know, man. I just I can't. The vibes are not there for me, man. Yeah. I just I'm very can't. lukewarm on that. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'll probably end up checking it out just because, but I'm just not like looking forward to it at all or anything. I, I think just... I think we both agree it ain't no water work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway that's the news ladies and gentlemen Uh, let us uh, let us know what you think of that Venom trailer because yikes Um, Daniel do we need a break or are you good we're gonna take a quick break break, and then we'll be back to talk about uh, the main topic here which is the lag 17 for a little bit it won't be very long, I promise. Yeah, it won't be very long. We'll we'll it'll be it'll be real 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 short, real quick. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be right back, guys. So we'll be right back, guys. Let me be out of Be right back, screen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clockwork Cantina. Let me close this. Um. We're going to the second half of our show, which will be a fairly little bit of a short one. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's usually the way it is with our retro rewinds is that we don't deep dive into these old movies. We just talk about things we like. Um, so the movie we watched was uh, Starlog 17. Uh, it was made in 1953, so it's an oldie. Uh it tells the story of a group of American airmen held in a German World War II prisoner of war camp who come to suspect that one of their own is an informant to the Nazis. Uh, it starred uh, William Holden, Don Taylor. Uh, and it's based on, actually, I forgot to tell you guys this last night, Daniel. It's based on a Broadway play. Uh, ah, okay. So this was a play before it was a movie. Uh, Interesting. Uh, I, the first time I watched this movie, I watched it with my old man, my dad. So uh, it has a lot of like, you know, like it has that kind of like that has the, that nostalgia going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of inspired like uh, Hogan's Heroes a little bit. Um, uh, and William Holden, who's kind of like the main, the main dude in it, played by. Uh, sorry, playing J.J. Sefton. Uh, he won an Oscar for his role in this film. So, Daniel, uh, this was your first time seeing this movie. What'd you think? It was my first time seeing this movie. And uh, I, first of all, I, I did like it. Um, I, 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 I can definitely see why uh, this was the, the, the next pick after uh, the, my, my choice last time, which is uh, Von Ryan's Express. There, I, yes. you know, I, can see the, I can see the similarities between the two. I can see why you wanted to watch this one after the other one. Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're both, they both have uh, their similarities. They're both war movies, World War II. Um, mm-hmm. 
um, this movie's in black and lo- white, by the way, so it's old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's older than the other one for sure. Um, there was a lot of um, in- it, there was an interesting cast of characters in this. They all had their own, like, you know, like, for example, Animal was a, that guy, dude. He was, he was something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like him? He was something. Animal, yeah, he, Animal's he, a trip. He was, he was a funny guy, man. He was a funny guy for sure. So, you know, one thing that about this movie is like, even like, everybody's got like a part to play. Like, even like the small little roles like there's a lot of people there's actually quite a lot of people in this film uh and you see them at like doing different things at different times but i always remember like how different they are like you said you know animal uh harry yeah. shapiro uh, uh duke uh hoffy like all, all the all the characters are like cookie like i remember like all of them right like they're, they're all have their own little small roles to play. Um, so you did you did like the movie? Um, yeah, it's one of my uh, one of my favorites, and like it's it's a it's a lot of things because it's part drama and part like comedy. Like it's meant to be kind of funny. There's definitely like Animal in particular is like. Him and Harry Shapiro are like the two like comic reliefs in this movie. Yeah. If they if they weren't in here, it'd be like uh, almost an entirely different movie. It'd be very fucking bleak at times. Um. Uh. But what are you, some of your uh, favorite favorite moments from it, Daniel? I know you uh, have uh, some notes, I think, and some. I do. I, I I put some things like. Uh... Because I didn't know what to expect from this movie with the name, you know, Stalag 17. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, well, I, I've never seen it. We'll see what we're going to get ourselves into. But, um, yeah, I, uh, when, the, when you know, we find out that there's a traitor, you know, uh, that somebody in there is kind of like, you know, uh, when we find out eventually who it is. But, like, I was trying to figure out who it was at first. But I didn't really have any guesses because I remember at one point you asked, "I'm like, well, fuck, I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I gotta, I was just gotta see more of what's going on." Yeah, we watched this with another friend, and I'm like, "Who? I wonder if anybody has yeah. any guesses." I'm gonna throw the trailer up uh, while Daniel talks about it. Um, and yeah, the animals' antics were were quite funny. Uh, there's 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 a he, he just had like a bunch of moments in the movie where like there's the point where uh he like has been drinking and stuff and then like there's people out there dancing and harry's got like the fucking you know the 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 like thing on his head and um you just know the animal's going to make he's 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 going to make a mistake you're like don't do it dude this, don't do this it. part, like that, that part right here that was showing on screen like part right there yeah yeah like, that, that's your boy man don't do it don't Harry, do it. Harry, I'm blind. He's yeah. fucking hat down over his eyes. Like, there's a lot of funny, funny bits. Uh, and the and, like, the and the way that uh, that that Harry responds to everything that he's saying was was pretty funny too. Like, just 
because they're like dancing around in circles so you like that you see them move around you know and and animals saying all this crazy shit and then harry is like kind of like making these faces like wait what my nose and then my my, <laughs> my 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 legs my wait, what when he when he's singing i love you and they and they pan around and you see harry's face the first time that was so funny um the the yeah. part that always gets me is like oh my god this you know it always strikes me like, like the very first time i saw it it's when they're all dressed up like hitler and making fun of like hitler nah. Like that part, like I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> they got the little With mustaches, the mustaches and, and they're all yeah, they're all, they're all talking yeah. And and the reason I'm mentioning it is cause they showed it in the trailer and like without context, it looks bad. <laughs> but like what they're doing is making fun of Hitler in that scene. They even pull out the Mein Kampf and all that shit. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh... Yeah, it was. It definitely had it had, had its uh, comedic moments. It was it was pretty great. Uh. But yeah, the well, whole bulk of the movie is like they start to think that that there's a spy amongst them, a, a traitor. Mm. They think it's a traitor, uh, uh, giving information to the Nazis, and and uh, and Sefton, uh, who character he, William Holden is not very likable in this movie. Um, like he plays this very abrasive uh, character that kind of bargains with the Nazis. Uh, trading and scrounging and stuff. So he's not very likable. I know William Holden actually wanted to make the character more likable in the script, but he's not like, I don't think he won in that. Like, the character's not likable at all. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's part, you're, like, you're trying to figure out who the spy is, too, as you kind of watch it. Like, because there's obviously something going on. And they're all like blaming him and stuff, and you're like, "Well, it seems a little too obvious, you know." Mm -hmm. Um. And then Duke, I, Duke is almost like a red herring in a way, the way he comes after Sefton so hard, like it almost makes mm -hmm. you think maybe it's him. Yeah, because he does come after him pretty hard. Like, there's a scene where they're like. Um, he like barges in and he's like, you know, you know, when they're talking about like the Russians and stuff, and they they pull out like the what is it, the um the looking glass and they're like, Oh, you know, look through here and go check look look over there, you know. Mm-hmm. Sefton's over there getting some some Russian loving from those snipers, those Russian lady snipers. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh my god, when animal and the him try to, and Harry try to break into the fucking Russian compound. That shit's so funny. Um, there's there's not a lot to deep dive in this movie. Like it, it like I don't necessarily want to spoil it because if you never like it is an old movie, but like watching it for the first time and not knowing who is who and what's going on kind of uh is uh is interesting. Uh, so definitely go. Watch this movie if you haven't seen it. it. You can watch it like anywhere. I think just about. Uh, I, I thought it about. was also funny when like everybody was getting getting the let you know the letters and stuff and and uh, you know Sugar Lip Shapiro over there big pimping <laughs> dude. I was like, man, he's getting all the fucking letters, bro. And the animals just looking like I don't have shit, you know. Like, damn, that was pretty funny. Which animal's name, like his actual name, is like so hard to say, like. Like, 
Like, I don't even know how you say say it, to be honest with you. I feel like I'd butcher it. Um, which I assume is why everybody calls him Animal. Animal. Um, yeah. Uh, Sergeant uh, Stanislas Kuzawa. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're like, fuck, we're just, gonna call you an, we're just gonna call you Animal, dude. Could you imagine trying to say that? You'd have to call him Stan. He don't look like a Stan, he looks like yeah. an animal. He's an animal, I say. He's a fucking bloody animal. <laughs> yeah. uh... Dude, Marco's like radio announcer voice had me cracking up sometimes with, with what he was saying, you know? Oh, yeah? Because uh, fucking... he, yeah, he, he straight up sounded like a, like one of those old school radio announcers. Like, hey, we gotta come here. You know, like that, that, kind, of, that kind of stuff. So. Eddie's. Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had an interesting interesting uh, voice. Uh, that guy. That, like, that guy was not in a lot of stuff actually. Uh, the uh, Marco. Mm. He's in. Uh, he's in Three's Company. I guess was kind of like the big big thing for him. Oh, Animal was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role as uh, oh. Animal in Stalag Seventeen. Interesting. Uh, Even though this movie was in black and white, there was a lot of cool. There was a lot of cool jackets in this man. I could, you know, oh my god! The, the wardrobe was pretty badass. Those that. fucking jackets, those bomber jackets. Oh, they so that's so cool. I love them. They're great. A, a, a cool jacket is a cool jacket, man. No matter what, they, they, mm -hmm. look, they look badass, dude. Yeah, they're they're fucking awesome. Yeah, they look they look pretty pretty damn awesome. Um, I'm looking through like some of the posters that are like in color and then you know not in black and white. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can kind of see how like you know it's just, you, you you get color to like what you, we couldn't really see in the, in the actual movie. So pretty neat, man. Like obviously they got like the brown jackets and stuff, and I think uh, was animals. Uh, Overall dealio. Dude, I love old white. school posters. They look so cool. I'm just sitting here looking at some of these posters. Mm. Um Yeah, but going back to the 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 scene where they're all making fun of uh Hitler, <laughs> that shall be dying when they're like, Oh we're all we're all good little Nazis. Good little yeah. Nazis. Uh, that, shit, that shit was funny, dude. I don't know, just, just the, the way they went about that was, was 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 pretty good. Considering this is again, this is a movie that came out in 1953. Like I, I wouldn't have, I don't know why. I, I guess I wouldn't have expected them to do something like that back then. But I don't know. This is just, I think it was pretty, pretty funny. Also, I, I believe um, the play that it's based on was written by two POWs, so it kind of had like their. I, I don't think obviously that there was necessarily a spy in their in their barracks, but like they did base some of their experiences in the camps and in their in their play. Gotcha. Um and there are some people in this movie that were actually, you know, prisoners of war in World War Two, so uh Hmm. Oh, one of the writers you wanna know who one of the writers is? He's in actually he's Who's in the that? movie. He's in the movie. He's the guy that says uh I believe it. 
He's one of the writers. The, 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 the I believe it guy that gets the letter about the baby that she found on the doorstep. That guy. The guy Bigfoot and I kept saying, man, I feel bad for that guy. Ah. <laughs> uh, that is one of the writers. He was shot down over Germany and was sent to uh, Stalag 17. Huh. Well, I didn't actually realize that until right now when I was looking at the, the writers for the film. Uh, for the play, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't know any behind the scenes stuff, so that's yeah, crazy I can see that being the case, though. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, do you, we can talk about the informer without spoiling it? Uh, I I'll, think so. so. Sure, yeah, let's let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so there is spoilers. There is a spy in the barracks, but I mean, you catch on to that pretty quick. Um, is it who you think it would have been? Like the person that it is doesn't get like a lot of uh, spotlight necessarily at the start. There's like a midpoint in the movie where they kind of come in and you see them more, but they're there. Um, so what do you th what do you think about who the informer was, Daniel? Did you? Were you kind of expecting it to be that person? Were you not um, expecting it to be that person? Because this is a person that's, you know, kind of important a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, like, again, like, I was just trying to figure out who it was the whole time. And, and, like, I guess as the movie progressed on and on, you can probably uh, maybe f figure out, like, also... Like another thing I thought was funny is like I I I think you mentioned this as well last night is that like when the guy grabs the message you see another dude in the background I think mm -hmm. watch him as he does it yes it's like it's like right before Sefton uh you know uh the the dude laying in bed kind of like notices the thing you know, bobbing light from left to right, shadow, yeah, then, yeah. It's like it's like right, like right, uh, right before that. Um, yeah, I. It, it was, it's one of those things where like, I, I, I it'd be interesting to like rewatch it and see if I could like, because I mean, how many like you've seen this movie? I'm sure many times by this point. But, a few like, times, yeah. I don't know yeah. how many times, but quite a few. Yeah, but like, is it like one of those things where like it, it it's like you notice it more and more each time you watch it, like when you try to figure out who who the dude was? I I definitely watch the character more, um, mm. especially at the start of the movie because at the start you, he's kind of there, they kind of show him a bit, and then he kind of fades away. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to watch it. The second go around, and like even though I watched it last night with you guys, I never watched that. I never realized that there's the character. It's okay to say his name, Joey, that is like has PTSD and uh, is kind of like in a almost like a catatonic state where all he does is play this flute, you know, and kind of has like that thousand yard stare and stuff. Which, by the way, is kind of like for 1953, pretty. You know, like, they didn't know a lot about, like, 
PTSD back in them days, I don't think. So, like, it's pretty interesting that they <laughs> have what I would consider a pretty accurate portrayal of it in this movie. But this character that is, like, catatonic notices this other character doing, like, the informant shit that happens. In the, like, they, they have a system set up with chess pieces, and he watches him kind of switch out chess pieces. Last night when we were watching the movie... I just happen to look back and see, oh my god, Joey sees him doing this and then just turns away. I never realized that Joey yeah. actually sees him do it. I yeah, I noticed it right away like when he was looking at him cuz I I was like trying to like keep an eye out for stuff in the background, you know, but mm -hmm. but but then you also have the dudes like, you know, they were like singing and dancing and doing all this other stuff too at the same time while the dude is, you know, the the traders doing what he's doing and Joey watches him, you know, so yeah, um, the thing that I thought was pretty, pretty crazy is, like, once they, like, expose the dude, and then when, like, when he gets fucking slapped around and shit, and he tries, oh like, escaping, dude, that shit had me cracking up, he, he slapped the shit out of that guy, dude. No, no. And like, then, uh, <laughs> he just, he just wails him, like, three times, yeah, like, he, pew, pew, pew. It's really yeah, funny. He, it was quick and like he got his ass. Yeah, he got fucked. Up. And then like when he was trying to escape, I'm like, dude, you're not going anywhere with all these dudes. But you man. feel his panic in that moment. Like he's terrified. They've caught him. They know yeah. what he is now, and he's he's trying so hard to escape. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're not going nowhere. anywhere. Do you know how many? You know how many dudes are in here? And now that they know what you've done, they're not gonna let you go out there. Mm. Like you ain't you ain't going nowhere, dude. You ain't going out the way you think anyway. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, eventually we see what happens. So I mean, they kind. I mean, well, I don't want to say anything, but yeah. Like check, they, check the movie out, guys. It's good. They get them, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I guess the other thing is, I guess I didn't expect the end it to, for it to end that way. I was kind of like, I was like, well, they got the dude, but like. Mm -hmm. Surely, like, so, like, like, I was just like waiting for something else to happen after that, you know. I don't know. I, I, I guess I was expecting them to escape or something, but I mean, like, you know, whatever. Anyway, it was kind of a, it was one of those endings where I was like, I was kind of just still waiting for more. I, I, I didn't expect yeah. that they just ended. Kind of, it starts and ends almost in the same spot too with the camera. Like the movie opens almost the exact same way as it ends, uh, in the same spot, other than like. It's a little more upbeat toward the end than it is necessarily at the start. Um, but yeah, like, <clears throat> it's the movie's about the camp, and when somebody leaves the camp, it, the, the movie doesn't leave the camp. <laughs> for the most part. No. Um, this movie was a smash, by the way, when it was, when it came out. It cost, like, a million six hundred grand. Uh, money to make it made yeah. 10 it made 10 million dollars at the box office roughly so oh. uh i would call that a pretty damn good success yeah for the um, time as well like that's yeah uh, uh but yeah uh it's one of my favorites it's a class it's a classic movie william holden won a like i said won, won an oscar uh for the role uh yeah which is 
which if you think about it, is kind of crazy because he doesn't talk a lot in this movie really like he has a he has some lines obviously but he doesn't like this is almost like an ensemble piece it goes from character to character to character like mm-hmm. uh but he's the one I that was, won the oscar yeah i was saying that he he he's himself felt that he didn't really deserve necessarily it. deserve it for this movie yeah yeah they, they he thought it was like a Oscar for like a previous movie that he didn't win, but they should have like given him the Oscar for it or something like, uh, like a consolation the prize. The Oscars tend to do that a lot. Like, oh, you, know, you didn't win that one time, so we'll give you one for this. You know? Yeah, they 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 do that. I don't, I don't whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was an intri- it was an interesting movie to watch for the first time again. A movie from 1953 that I'd never seen. Uh, yeah, I, I always like, I don't know, there's just something about watching like older movies like, like this that you just, you know, you get the it's just a little bit of film history, you know, and just like also history about like how movies were made at the time, too. Like, this was a movie from ni- made in 1953 that takes place like you know, uh, 10 years or so before it was actually made. You know, post 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 World War Two type deal. So it's just like it, it always just like interesting to watch how like what they were like willing to to do in movies and stuff like after something like that happened. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it like it just it just makes you think like how how different things would have been had we not won the war. You know, yeah. or like I don't I don't know, it just it just it just makes me think about all that kind of like. Just history and like, you know, film history and and you know how things were and how they you know they used to be and how they would be different if you know certain things went a different other way. I don't know. It, 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 it's anyway. But yeah, it was it was a fun movie. I definitely did not expect it to, I guess, have as much humor as it did. Yeah. Because again, like the whole like the little the little Nazi thing was, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, and then again, the whole and then. <laughs> There's all the stuff with animal and Harry and yeah, I mean it was it was yeah. One of my one of my favorite lines is when Sefton puts on that hat and is like, "I'm gonna look pretty stupid in this, yodeling my way across the Alps." That shit cracks me up every time. It's such a stupid line, but I love it. Uh, it's it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I really don't have much more to say on the film. Like, you just go check it out. It's it's fun if you've never seen it. It's a classic. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, and after Von Ryan's Express, I was like, we gotta watch this, because Daniel's never seen it, and, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool watching it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. i definitely go check it out, if you're, uh, especially if you're a fan of, like, older, you know, or just film history in general. Uh, cool, some some cool stuff in, in that, definitely. Yeah. It's about, um, like, two hours as well, so, you know, yeah. Not, yeah. I was wondering how it would like how it was gonna feel for me, like if it was gonna be something that maybe it felt like too long or too short or I don't know. But I mean, honestly, it just felt kind of fine. And I think the big thing for me was again the ending. I just I guess I guess I didn't expect it to end that way. Yeah. But again, it just goes back to like how movies were made and how you know just what they wanted to do with this and yeah. But yeah, that, that that was our retro rewind retro. for this for this month. Our retro movies. 
They're fun to do. I like doing them. They're a lot of... Uh, Sometimes yeah. Daniel will show me a movie I haven't seen. Sometimes I'll show a movie he hasn't seen. Sometimes it's something we've both seen and we just won't watch again. So, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I've watched a lot of movies the past couple of weeks. Uh, uh, we, we can we can tell you, or I can tell you guys that the next choice, the next time we do one will be in October. And I already know it's my choice next time. And I I, I already know what I'm picking. So to give you guys a heads up of what that will be, um, to fit into the theme uh, for for the month, which is you know Halloween and, and horror movies and all that kind of stuff, I am I have decided to to uh, I've elected to choose uh, Donnie Darko, uh, which some of you may be wondering. Well, wait, what? Isn't that how is that a how is that a a retro rewind film? Well, let me tell you, Donnie Darko came out twenty years ago. So God damn, it may not, it may, it may not, it may not seem that old to you, but that is a twenty-year-old movie now. <laughs> Came out January nineteenth, two thousand one. So that is twenty years old. I've never seen it. I've uh, also never seen it. So that'll be a first time. That'll be a first for both of us, and we'll be checking that out in October. That again, that's the next uh, retro rewind. Uh, there won't be one next month because we do one like every other month. That's kind of how we've been doing it. Um, and again, it's like Josh chooses one, I choose one. So th- today's episode, Stalag 17, was Josh's pick. Next one will be mine. And like I said, we're doing uh, Donnie Darko because it's it's one of those uh, JKG movies that I've always heard about and I've always wanted to watch. But I've just never, uh, you know, never gotten uh, I I just never checked it out. It's not that I've never wanted to or anything. I just, just haven't gotten to it, so. Definitely, we'll be uh, doing that for next time, and uh, yeah, yeah, that that'll be uh, our next virtual rewind. So, hope to see you guys there for that one as well. Yes, indeed. As for uh, we're probably gonna be wrapping up the episode, but as for the next week's episode, keep an eye out because we will be uh, talking about the the Suicide Squad. The new DC uh, film, The Suicide Squad. So that's next week's topic. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. But I think that'll do it for today's episode. So yeah, Josh let's do will, our uh, shout-outs. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you're up for your shout-outs. What are you going to be up to this next week? Thank you, everybody, for uh, checking out the uh, podcast. Um, that's it for today's episode. Like I said, keep an eye out for next week with Suicide Squad. Next Retro Rewind is going to be uh, in October for you know, with Donnie Darko. Uh, coming up for me on stream, I'm going to continue more... Um, uh mafia three uh i don't know how far we are into the game and i don't know how much more we need but we're gonna keep making progress on that so come check that out if you want to uh have a a a nice you want to check out a cool uh game uh open world game in the 60s with great music the game has a fantastic soundtrack so yeah um so come out come over on my channel we'll check that out have fun with that game and then, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'll probably be playing more uh, Fall Guys offline and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. We'll see. I'm, as always, trying to watch movies and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for me. So, peace out. Thank you all for watching. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. Uh, my, my goodbye is going to be quick because my food's here and I'm starving. Um, 
thanks for hanging out and checking out the episode uh, with us, uh, uh, this show with us. We enjoy doing it every week. Make sure to come by next week uh, for talk about Suicide Squad because I'm really excited for that. Um, in terms of streams, just keep an eye out. I may pop on and do some stuff. I don't know. I haven't really felt like streaming too much lately. But I need to come back and finish up Mass Effect, and then I need to finish up some other stuff I got going on. So, um, so other than that, we'll see you next time. Thank you for your support. Get vaccinated. Uh, be wise with how you spend your money, and fuck, uh, fuck Actabliz. Uh, Acta so, bye-bye. <laughs>